this is going to be in 16th. One, two, three. One, two, three. One, yeah. two, three. Do like a situation. One, two, three. I want to live in America. I want to live in America. America. No, no, no. That would be Neil if he had his choice. <laughs> oh, yeah. He loves that. Freaking musical lover. <laughs> Knob. Ugh. All right. Wait, we did the clap. I guess I can start the intro. I guess. This is the cast and the furious. That was really loud. It is. This is... Ca- Why are you yelling? I don't know. I'm excited. <laughs> I'm really excited to do this. This is the cast and the furious. When you're here... Your family. Your family. We got the boys in the house. The boys are in the house. This is Jonathan. I'm one of the boys. I, I'm the boy that's always on the show. With I'm Murray. I'm, I'm also always on the show. Yeah, and then we got two people that are going to be rotating in. Two, two today, maybe more. Sometimes, maybe less. Who knows? I don't and know. We're we're talking about the first quarter of the first movie, Fast and the Fear, the Fast and the Furious, the Fast and the Furious. You gotta have the thes. The most words of no, the fate of the Fu- yeah, the fate of the furious. This I guess will come into play later. Very much. Have so. we introduced you yet, sir? Yeah, you already said the boys. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome, boys. I like it when you well, talk that's before one your bo- intro. That's one boy's voice. Uh, one boy's we'll- voice. <laughs> you thought it would never happen. The show's happening. We're recording it right now, the, the, so it has to be happening because I'm in it. It's in your it's ears because I'm here. So, welcome. I hope you're happy. Well, should we should we like let them introduce themselves now? Yes. Is that what we're going to do now? We're not going to yeah, on like, my show, keep... I introduce them. I'd rather they introduce themselves. First boy, go. I'm boy voice 1. And then, yeah, that's me. <laughs> no name. You're one, you're one credit, you're one IMDb credit. Boy that's voice me. 1. I'm, what about I'm boy voice 2? Uh, all right, cast and furious listeners, you don't know me. You're a bad <laughs> Is he Batman? It's Batman. Uh, I think it's Batman. It was, Brit- it was beloved yeah. franchise star Jason Statham. I've jumped ahead oh, five movies. Is that who that was? At his point. I, 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 yeah, this must be from the future. I have no idea. Jason Statham's in one of these? Crazy. Jason no, Statham no, is no, you Batman. have an accent. Why are you doing another accent? Brit- Just do well, Jason an accent. Jason Statham is Britman. He can still do it closer than we can. It's like me doing like a you know, Michigan accent. Well, the thing oh, is, like, oh, I, I never do my normal accent on that minute. Do it. The thing is, do it. My actual voice is like this the whole time. No, it's not. It's not. It's not. <laughs> well, I hate it. <laughs> it. Makes me want to clear my throat. Well, we've been trying. We uh, just so you guys know, we're we're trying to find the perfect diesel as the show moves along. It's an impossible voice to mimic. Uh, all of us are like, we're talking down, oh, and, down here. I've been trying. We all sound like monsters. And it's just like, <laughs> I, I, I said on Facebook, it comes off more like the old man right. from Pawn Stars. But at the same time, it's also a bit like, it, irrelevant to George Hendricks being here, I keep Hell, coming who? out with the uh, microwave, like that one gremlin in the new batch. It's like, it's it just can't get it. I've been honing it all week, but it keeps going from blah, and it just, wonder, like, none of it sounds wider. like Vin Diesel to me. That is he like injecting steroids like Bradley Cooper in A Star Is Born to like make his voice like I, it's crazy? Yeah. It's gonna take it's gonna take us all the yeah. the whole show run of this entire thing to find the perfect one. I should let you guys know as well, just as a little in joke uh, to, to the, it's been going on in Ireland for years since since the the event horizon of Vin Diesel becoming a celebrity <laughs> um, mm-hmm. that uh, a term in Derry. Which is like up the road from where I'm from is like when something's going really great, people go, "Now you're sucking diesel," 
And the fact that it's now you're sucking diesel <laughs> has been applied to Vin Diesel by me personally yeah. many, many times. That, that's for those who are very big fans of most of the Fast and the Furious movies. There's two I mean, he I doesn't think we're sucking in, diesel right now, probably. I think that's what we're doing. I think the action of doing this podcast is sucking. We're diesel. sucking diesel. I'm I'm glad to be sucking diesel. I'll tell you that. <laughs> All right. Well, as long as let's he puts get the into sock the mood. Let, let's get. That, that was a reference get, to something before we started it. recording. Before we do that, Maren, I need to check the mailbox, see if we got any litigation from Olive Garden. Hold on one second. Oh, nice fully work. Nope. Nope. Uh, nothing yet. Uh, you know what? I, I think I have not thrown down the gauntlet enough by using the weird, you know, when you're here, your family, because we were talking about in the last episode that that's not really their saying anymore. So I'm going to start going through all of the sayings they've ever had. Oh. Uh-oh. And hopefully one of them will anger them. Okay. Okay. So I think our show right now, our slogan for today is good times, great salad, fast and furious. (laughs) Good times, great tuna. I feel like I have to have a salad afterwards now to see like, well, I have to verify. What if you're not that big of a fan of their salads? The thing is over, over here, this side of the pond, Olive Garden does not exist. It is. is Yeah. They suck salads over there. (laughs) Now you're sucking salads. (laughs) All right. Well, we're talking that we're diving into uh, what? I, I almost said minute one. Oh, we're minute we're diving uh, into twenty six point five. The first. Yes, this movie is twenty six point five times and four. The, the chunks, that is how- the chunks are only going to get longer as we go along. Ugh, are we going to call the chunks? <laughs> yeah. oh, You're sucking I chunks like now. Sucking uh, chunks. You think you could? Oh, we're so we're on you th- chunk one. Do you think you should to explain the chunk? Should you try to get? Each guest to do a Vin Diesel. I live my life a quarter. I'm sounding like freaking. This is like Vincent Richard Nixon in Men in Black now. Like, <laughs> oh no! I'm burning some sugar water. <laughs> yes, or I think uh, the Vin Diesel impersonation should just be Egger from uh, Men in Black. That's <laughs> <laughs> fine. That. It's had me. You never had me. You never had your car. Great <laughs> <laughs> should have been double clutching. I've also been amusing myself by the fact that uh, this this is the only movie of the franchise directed by Rob Cohen, uh, who yeah. also directed Dragonheart with Sean Connery. And, uh, and also, screw screw that guy. <laughs> but I was also in my head thinking, like, oh, I wonder if there was ever a chance that like he was thinking, like, Maybe I get I could get Sean Connery in this movie, and then it was just like you <laughs> could have had winning. like you know, just like oh, you're, ask you're any racer, any real racer. Winning's you thought winning. you had me, you never had <laughs> you me. Never had me. Your, your mind is to go straight to Dom, but I I would love to see him play Brian. Just be like, oh, your ten second <laughs> car. It's just like elderly Sean Connery hanging about with all these street racers. Vince, Vince, back off. You're embarrassing me. (laughs) I just wanted to get in your good graces. How's the tuna? How's your tuna with no crust? (laughs) That actually is okay. I can actually live with... And then the the guy's going to appreciate how beautiful he is. Look, he's so beautiful. (laughs) So we're just just going to avoid uh, Vin Diesel by just doing other impressions that we can do. Yeah, yes. exactly. Yes. Like going into like That's going to be Vincent Price <laughs> doing freaking fascinating. <laughs> if only. That Jessa would be on board for that a thousand percent. That's like, you, you live Vincent your Price. life for one minute at a time. That was a terrible <laughs> Vincent Price. Oh, my yeah, God. What is happening? A, I think Niles having real problems over there. I did a, Niles having a seizure. I did do a Vincent Price impression for a Batman outro at one point, but it did take me like 
a while to build up to it because it like it, it, he's so close to go into like Kenneth Williams territory. This is just becoming impression the podcast basically. So I have, I have an icebreaker because we need to like get, get, get. you need to warm up the room a little bit. What was your old uh, first car? Oh, that's a good way to start. Before we get to the credits, what was your first car? Uh, uh, I have never owned a car. So. Nissan what? pickup truck. Wait. Oh, okay. Yeah. Nissan pickup truck. We will come back to that. Nile, <laughs> you've never owned it. I've never, I've never owned a car. So, I've never needed to. Of, uh, this, okay, you're rejected from the call. We're just going <laughs> to record with George. Why on earth are we having you on? We're all, we, I assume you're just a true gearhead then, right? <laughs> Like, like the rest of I us. admire them from afar as much as I can watch this film and go, that is indeed a car. What was uh, the first Niles, car what was the first car you you rode in? Yeah. What car did you sat in first? Uh, did your parents have a car? My, 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 the thing is my dad has he has a car, but I couldn't even really tell you what it is. Like I'm so not a gearhead at all. <laughs> I can uh, bear it. Like, I, I that's just not even a gearhead. That's just someone with spatial now. awareness. Jeez. But when he's coming in the distance, like, I can see, like, oh, he's got the, the jig license plate. It's J-I-G is his license plate at the front. So I'm like, oh, that's <laughs> it. the license plate, but not anything else. And then everything else. Well, right, his I previous Niles... license plate was F-K-U, which was just like, oh, why would you ever get <laughs> oh, rid of that? But, God, that's great. Uh, Niles' uh, autobiography is going to be called The Fast and the Pedestrian. <laughs> <laughs> but over here, to be fair, in like my my initial hometown, like, it was so small, you didn't need a car to get anywhere. You just, you'd literally walk everywhere. And then or, just or, or, walk or, or, into, he's walking to dairy one quarter mile at a time because that's how walking works. <laughs> and then it's just, it's just yeah, in Liverpool, it's just kind of like everything I need is kind of within walking distance. So I've never yeah. actively needed a car. And then anytime I've had to go far, like big distances, it's usually with someone else and they will usually have a car. So, And George, you were a truck boy, right? I was gifted uh, Pooh Brown uh, 86, Dodge, I mean, Nissan pickup truck. Nice. Oh, I remember those Nissan pickup yeah, trucks. Yeah, the hard body, like little, little. Yeah, it was. A, They're like the ones every truck in Back to the Future is a Nissan. Yeah, pickup a truck. Manual transmission. Uh, so there is like four in the floor. Um, uh, no power steering. And yeah, good times. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Great, great carburetors. Was, Mern, have we discussed our first? No, cars? I was going to get to that. I uh, All right. I I was gifted uh, a two thousand one. Uh, Toyota Prius. Hmm. Jesus. Well, look how young you are. Yeah, that was my <laughs> first car, and it lasted a couple of years. I have a, it, um, it already had like one hundred fifty thousand miles on it, uh, and it lasted a couple of years, and then um, toward the end of its life, uh, the uh, e brake would just come on randomly while, yeah. while I was driving, and then I'd have so to like pull drift. over and like yeah, I can drift a little bit, <laughs> <laughs> and at the same time, the like you know. There's like the check engine light, and then there's the like warning light that comes on. Yeah. That's like after that, and that was on all the time. And uh, we had to we had to get quickly get a, a, an alternative form of transportation because that was a uh, was going to explode. Hmm. I had well here I had a I, okay so far. Let me go down the list. We have no car, a truck, and a Prius. Yeah. So we are showing our bona fides right now. Our bona fides are. Type. We guys, we have got a lot of car knowledge. Your first car, Camaro? Uh <laughs> no, I wish. No, my first car was a street racing car. It was a nineteen eighty two Honda Accord. Oh, there you go. Okay. A, a, a Civic would have been better. The Civic and the, the C R V were like uh, you know, the, the, whatever it is, the not C R V, but the um yeah, there's a it was small. It was 
it was br- it was gray, and yeah. at one point the axle fell out of it while I t- was backing up, meaning I w- turned right okay. and the axle went straight, and the car chassis just fell off the the <laughs> axle of the car. That's pro- and so that was the end of that. That's car. problematic. It is yeah. problematic. Is it systematic? Is it hydromatic? hydromatic. <laughs> Ultramatic. One thing, wow, one we're, thing we're, I know. We're such gearheads. You know what gearheads love? They love grease two like from, to from drive grease. a car. Yeah. Psychosomatic addict insane. <clears throat> All right. Well, let's start this movie. Yes. We have we've been talking for fourteen minutes. I have to the, say, uh, like I, I recently from watching the film uh, Catwoman with Halle Berry. I at one point put on Facebook, like, is this the, mo- the most early 2000s movie that you can imagine? And people were like, oh, no, Daredevil, et cetera, et cetera. What, rewatching the first The Fast and the Furious movie, this is the most quintessentially early 2000s. I don't think you 2000s. get none more 2000s than this. Because yeah. it is, every, every frame of this movie drips with the zeitgeist of the time. And yeah. the fact that and the, the credits and the clothes and ev- everything is on oh, point. Yeah, my very first note is, how shiny is that font? Oh, <laughs> shi- shiny and chrome. <laughs> but even My first note on the Nux font is really of happy the Fast that. and the Furious is, his teeth. Is, the, is it that it's an orange marmalade. <laughs> I was like, what color is this? It's like g- glossy orange marmalade. And so it made me think of Paddington Bear. Because <laughs> when it shows up, I'm just like, oh, man. Yeah. I would love a. And it does the flip for no reason. There's no. I don't understand why it's flipping 360 degrees. It's cool. Like, there's no reason. Why is it's it cool, backwards bro. at one point? Because it's got to like slowly fade in and like not tell you what it is. And apparently, people can't read backwards in 2000. So is that to make me furious? Yeah. By putting in the, the yeah, they're fast. You're kinda... furious. That's the idea. Ah, yeah, I got it. That's I was, the I'm just hung up now and wanting to see a movie in which Paddington Bear goes undercover with a group of car thieves. <laughs> And just I like, live life a quarter mile at a time, a quarter jar, a quarter jar of marmalade at a time. You think you have me? You didn't have me. You never had me. <laughs> that sounds really creepy. <laughs> it's like talking. That's like to Hannibal them. Lecter. Like a, it does. It sounds very much like Hannibal Lecter. <laughs> you think you Sorry. had me, Clarice? Even you just like, like oh, well, be kind and polite, and everything will be right. My God, you're you're right, Paddington. I've been I've been living a life of crime this whole time. <laughs> and in the in the first minute of this movie, because you know we always go back to the first minute of a movie, we get so much good stuff. We get a truck. We get a truck full of probably the other than Indiana Jones, the greatest prize you've ever seen, which is a combo VCR DVD TV. Well, yeah, that, Not that, to mention the fact that... That was really dating you, in the fact like this was the big haul of 2001. A combo oh, yeah. TV and video well, high-end electronics on there, which, it's funny because that came off of a shipping container and then loaded on the back of a truck and you oh, and they have the back open and they pan back through, like they do a pull, dolly pull through it, and they have that wide row in the middle that should be falling everywhere. That stuff would look like a Jenga tower after you lost. Had yeah, they actually nothing's holding the middle together. Yeah. It's just piled up there like you would find it in the back storeroom of a store. So, yeah, that's a <laughs> terrible way to pack a, a trailer. And, and our first, our, our, uh, and our first uh, thing, uh, truck. I, I went to the uh, – guys, I went to the uh, Internet, Internet Movie, movie Car oh, yeah. Database. This movie, let's let's break this down right now. This movie has ninety versions of cars. Holy moly! Ninety. <laughs> so we're gonna we're gonna break each one of those down as we see them. <laughs> so are you gonna talk about like every like every like semi truck and every like police car? 
Yes. <laughs> but the semi truck's not the first vehicle we see. The first thing we see is the ground conveyor. Oh. That's the Taylor TYCR 920L. Oh, that's a good ground conveyor. I don't know cars, but I know ground conveyor. I had Let a poster of that up that's... when I was a kid. <laughs> yeah, Nile never had a car. He had a ground yeah, conveyor. That's how it was we got next about. to my. It was next to my Buns and Roses poster with the girl's butt on it and the throat, you know. Beautiful. I had a I I had a poster of a uh, speaking of things that haven't aged well. I had a poster of Buckwheat. Um oh. and he's like says it, it was dressed like Bruce Springsteen, Buckwheat from The Little Rascals. Yeah. And he's like saying rock and roll. Buckwheat says rock and roll is okay. <laughs> you can't do that now. Just think about that for a few minutes while we continue on. That was something that was framed in my room next to an NXS poster. So Ooh. I don't know what was going on. <laughs> yeah. That's, yeah. There that's was an NXS, all right. Uh, and and uh, it's, so it's going to be a heist, guys. The heist is already a heist at the beginning. I must say, you know, I'm sure you guys will be pointing it out throughout the whole movie, but uh, I have to congratulate you too, Merrin, for after doing Point Break Minute, essentially doing the same doing movie again like, in a kind of bizarre fashion I'm like oh I'm just going to do the same I, film I've already I'm done my it. homework I'm good to go uh, yeah just, yeah. you can just like just take your notes from one to the other just change the name from Keanu Reeves to Paul Walker and then dial down the charisma by about a thousand percent oh, and you're God, good to yeah. go yeah. and also Jonathan congratulations you seem to have a knack for like finding franchises to cover that like get good eventually <laughs> yes. Well, wait. Well, wait. The first Mission Impossible was movie great. was good. Uh, second one was, was the second one. Third one and is the third, third one. one. Was also and then fourth a, also one is amazing. I mean, I will say that I did enjoy rewatching this first Fast and Furious movie more than I enjoyed Mission Impossible One. But uh, that's just me. But this isn't Mission Impossible minute. So. Interesting. Well, that's I, because this movie has pretty colors and. Cars revving and just basically, it's super interesting and fun. I vastly enjoy the first Mission Impossible. I mean, listen, I like Fast and the Furious movies. I like this movie as problematic as it is with just so many, so many problems. But um, I do love Mission Impossible more than this, the first one. I knew. Hmm. Hmm. Oh, I I do too. But well, here's here's the real clincher. Point Break or this movie? Which one the people? Oh, point prefer? Break. Point Break's much better than this movie, but I, I, as well, <laughs> I do enjoy this. I mean, it definitely gets better as it goes along, but this movie yeah. is it's enjoyable. Because after watching Point Break, I get why Johnny Utah would be attracted to, in more ways than one, to to, uh, to Bodie and to like to, why he would be won over by his philosophy and his way of life and stuff. And I can understand the conflict. That- this movie, because of the performances of Vin Diesel and Paul Walker, I, I don't get why they would have this bond. It's only by, like, the sixth movie, when you've just been with them for so long, that well, you start to go, like, oh, these guys are tight. Yeah, I get it. it. I, I, I feel emotionally connected to this now. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Well, in, in Point Break, Johnny Utah has to... He, the FBI is going to teach him how to surf so he can infiltrate this gang. But in this one, it seems like Paul Walker is already, like, a gearhead. He's yeah, already yeah. In right now. This. That was one of my notes. Was it's di- it's a different motivation. The other one was a like a job thing. Like you're the youngest guy and you're athletic, so you, you're the only one that can physically do this. Mm-hmm. And in this one, we meet Paul Walker before he meets Vin Diesel, and he's just trying to get better at his car. I mean, obviously he's already infiltrated. He's already on the job, but I don't. It seems like he's trying to be good at this, and he has more than a passing knowledge of yes. cars. Whereas I don't think Bodie 
Uh, I don't think uh, Johnny Utah has any I knowledge. I don't. Of I don't get. The, I get life. that vibe that when he's like in the opening bit in the uh, in the parking lot after we've seen the thrilling um, pursuit and 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 commandeering of the tractor trailer, which was a thing that also happened. Um, <laughs> I don't know. He just gets more like he's trying and trying and trying, but he's not good. Like that's the whole. No, thing. he's got a heavy foot. He's got a heavy foot, and he 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 like okay, this is how you drive it's not a car. Double clutching like he should. I, think yeah he's granny nope. shifting yeah and so I, he had definitely that and the, the way he actually drives and he's like really kind of hungry to kind of like make his name i think he like wants to be better than he is some through some i don't know white boy entitlement thing i don't know because respect is more important sometimes it's the most important thing sometimes. Sometimes. to some people to some people yeah, yeah. so yeah uh, i don't the, get the vibe that he's good i think he's I think he's like, you're young. You maybe has like, oh, cars are cool. It's like, okay, we're going to get you to infiltrate this gang. Do it. And he just kind of gets thrown in there. And a lot of this is like acquired knowledge as he's going, which is why I think he's trying so hard. Now, when you saw these movies, uh, now they don't have different titles. They are the Fast and the Furious regular titles. Oh, yes. Anywhere that is in English language country has the regular titles, correct? Yes, that is correct. All right, cool. I didn't know if they did an Irish. Oh, ironically enough, the other Paul Walker diesel. car chase movie from 2001 uh, over here is called Roadkill. I understand in America it's called Joyride, so that is a bit weird. I don't know why they <laughs> that changed that the... title, but but before before we got too far along, I just wanted to talk about some of the the alternate titles Beautiful. that from other countries. The French one was Fast and Dangerous, not bad. Mm-hmm. I don't mind, makes, mind that. Almost one. makes uh, more one sense. In, yeah. Uh, Spain was at full throttle. Okay. Oh, yeah. Also, not yeah. not terrible. Japan has the best ones. They call they they've called them always wild, wild speed. speed. Hmm. They've always called it wild speed, and every sequential movie is wild speed colon something. Yeah. Uh, so there were I think six was like supermax. Yeah. <laughs> like wild speed colon supermax mega max. Yeah. And the fifth one's just like max. I think wild speed max and then <laughs> yeah. wild speed mega max. Then there was Wild Speed X2. That's just the second one. Yeah. Instead of Too Fast, Too Furious, which is the greatest title of a movie <laughs> ever. Yes. Well, well, but, you know, then, you, of course, you get the, the fate of the Furious, which they didn't emphasize. They, they could have had F8 the whole time. But, I know. Uh, I, that's called That one's called Wild Speed Ice Mission. I swear to God. <laughs> I swear to God. That's what they called it in Japan. Furious 7 is Sky Mission, I think. Wild Speed Sky Mission. <laughs> Yeah, uh, uh, yeah. There's Wild Speed Euro Mission, oh, Wild yeah. Speed Sky Mission, well, that, and Wild Speed that's the Ice Mission. One is Euro Mission. Uh, <laughs> Euro oh, Mission. The weird thing is, like, that's in London. Part of that filmed in Liverpool while I was living in Liverpool. One of my friends, who's a frequent guest on Batman, at Gaz Flint, he was an extra in the background of that. What? Yeah. And, Why weren't oh, you? We got to have him yeah. on. Yeah, and it was weird watching it then because this is like they, they, sh- they filmed a bit of this in Liverpool, and then Rita Ora shows up and's like, "It's London, baby," and it's like, <laughs> not, not according to my sources, I, a, AKA <laughs> me, who was who lived through the filming of the damn thing. And the, but yeah, so that's a that's an odd one. But you got it's like five movies away from now, so yeah, we got a ways to go before that. <laughs> we're not that we're not that far though. We're not like five years away. So <laughs> uh, should have point out though at the beginning of the Paul Walker's angry speeding around in his. May I say hideous car? Like oh, j- j- that color is just like oh my god! But uh, we do get our first beer logo, and it's not Corona. You do see a giant sign for Bud in the background at one point, yep. which of course would pop and up later the- in the franchise. But it's not the official, official, unofficial uh, beer of of the franchise, which is which is a shame. 
It's a. It's not the official beer of this podcast, even. No, no. was the official beer of this podcast is what are you drinking? <laughs> yes, whatever you're drinking, your family. Well, I know because you guys are obviously it's much earlier in the day over there, but I am on the Coronas because. Well, it's see, like yeah, it's because you guys had to schedule around Niall, and I could drink because it's ten thirty on a Sunday morning, and I'm not an alcoholic. <laughs> So I'm like, well, I have coffee. Uh, the car that Paul Walker's driving is a famous car in the racing community. It's the 1995 Mitsubishi Eclipse RS2G. Lime green. Just, lime green. Amazing spoiler. The whole thing. It looks like it's painted like a car wash. <laughs> it's it, it's in here. The I I actually went out and uh, when we talked about not having books for some of our movies, uh, there is a book that I bought from uh amazon it is a i'm gonna pull it up right now so i can actually remember the damn name hold on a second i bought i bought a book online called crashing cars how a motion picture franchise uh turned something into something hold on (laughs) i can't remember the title hold on so while you're doing that uh the heist just (laughs) talking about what happened in this chunk so just off the top of my head, hold on, wait, Mern, I bought it. I bought a book. Oh, congratulations! <laughs> it's called Crashing Cars: How a Motion Picture Franchise Turned It Into an Art. Is that long enough? That is long. Yeah, <laughs> I think it's longer than any Fast and Furious title. So it is there. So it's it's about the Fast and Furious movies and how they. It's about a guy who was a gearhead, and they talked about he was one of the uh, supervisors that came in and was their specialist on cars. Cool. The the Mitsubishi car he's driving in this movie was going to be his car the whole movie. Later on, they joke that it's kind of a crap car. Hmm. Like, it's really not the kind of car they should have been. He's, people do street race with it, but it's not the best. Mm-hmm. So later on, he'll be in different cars. That's why it kind of gets destroyed in the beginning of the mm-hmm. movie. I'll give props to, like, Dom and Vince and the gang for like not commenting on how ugly the color of the car is though because like well I mean you've seen their cars all... those are those are okay I think my favorite okay here we go uh, the original all the uh, the race cars that we have like just the core group of Dom's people what's your favorite I like the Jetta honestly the other all the like all those like Asian import cars at, from that era kind of look the same to me. They're not super distinctive to me, so the Jetta is what stands out. No, and it, and I really thought they missed um they missed having each car having a special ability. Yeah, <laughs> like Apex. I, I thought when five people f- pull up with cars, I'm like, oh, this one's like good for drifting, and this one's the straightaway guy. This one, and this this one's one the... heals you after a firefight. <laughs> right. This, this one uh, blasts uh, damage from afar. It's range DPS. It shoots ice. <laughs> ice powers. Ice mission. I just well, I mean, I, I I just mean like the paint job, the look. Like, which one do you like the best? As oh, you aesthetically, aesthetically, uh, you don't which care. one? Because we've already so you don't talked care about what how the car awful the Mitsubishi looks. What's you. your favorite one, just appearance wise? I mean, Marissa's is a Jetta. I'm guessing part of it is the aesthetic value as well. So, mine. Uh, I, I'm gonna since I'm such a gearhead, I'm gonna go with the blue one. <laughs> See, I also gearhead myself. I like the yellow one. I like the sort of weird <laughs> centurion sword thing down the motif side. You know, driven by beefed up Milo Ventimiglia. Well, they all have they all have beefed up Milo Ventimiglia. <laughs> yeah, that's who it is. I mean, let's let's talk about we're we're we're, we're skipping ahead a little bit. We we haven't talked about tuna. Oh, we God. haven't talked about uh, the heist. We completely skipped we, over the heist. <laughs> okay. Does anyone need to talk about the heist? They, I mean, this is how yes. our this is how the characters for the next eight movies are introduced to us. They're thieves, and 
criminals. Yeah, yes. yeah. And they and drive. Eight, they are. They are. They are. Robin Hood heroes. It's not they're, like they were stealing Interpol. these TVs to give them to poor they're, people. They're like so Team I, America. So I had a question about that because when the first time I saw this movie, I walked into the theater late. I caught in like the just the tail end of Paul Walker driving in the in the parking lot, and then I didn't see this movie again for a couple of years. And then so I didn't see the opening bit with uh, with the trailer, and then the actual robbery, and then mm-hmm. you know that sort of thing. Do you think they tested this movie in the market? And they're like, so guys, what do you think? It's like. Well, I don't know. I mean, I like the people, but it's kind of like a dick move for just to steal stuff. So they went in and put the whole thing about, like, make sure you get my cut of the deal, that sort of thing, to act like they were stealing from bad guys. Oh, they got the dog worker at the beginning who's like, yeah. yeah, I'm in on it, too. Yeah, he's like, here's the thing. It's got a Rogers on the side. Don't, don't forget my cut of the deal. Well, he's definitely he's definitely ADR'd, so yeah, yeah, because he's just like you know, does saying a word, you know, walking away, phone up to the face, that sort of thing. So it feels like that was like a test thing that came in later, and like, oh, we need to make them a little bit more sympathetic, so let's make them stealing from bad guys. Hmm. I don't feel like that was that, that didn't that didn't register to me. I just assumed that like, oh, they have like an inside man at this like dock facility and that's how they that's how they know when the shipment's coming they just like they pay them off they could have done it they could have easily done it with one extra line of like you know you know you better be careful this is oh blah, blah, stuff so Mern, you think that that was domton guy not not like they were stealing from like some sort of like shady mafia group who was shifting oh so are, combo are you VCRs saying that, that across- dock worker is like talking to someone else like yeah, he's talking to like yeah. some other guy yeah Maybe I don't know. That, that did not because I feel like it me, makes but... them more sympathetic as characters if they're Robin Hooding it up instead of just randomly stealing from a guy who's driving to Best Buy. Well, what that's I think that's what they did though. Mm. I think this guy is on his way to Best Buy and he he's a working man who just had two harpoons shot into his truck and then is somehow Vulcan neck pinched. If you watch real closely, I don't know how he passes out. He shoots no him with a trank him. dart. No, yeah, they have like a trank dart what? that goes into he his shoulder. How did dart. I miss that? I looked at it three times. I don't know how you missed it. He shoots them with a trank dart. Very obviously. My question is, where does the street racing crew get trank dart? And harpoons. <laughs> and harpoons. <laughs> I love harpoons in movies. I'm always I mean, there was that. previous heists where they you know, jumped a, a, a shipment of har- like harpoons. And then another where they <laughs> they, had, they had a, a whaling heist. They had, to, they had to do yeah. it at some point. <laughs> I remember that one, uh, Max Speed Whale Mission. It's <laughs> awesome. That was one of my favorite movies. Uh, that, I, I can really see like, like villain sympathetic though. Like this is a franchise where like one of the major villains of one of the movies kills a main character, and then the next movie they're like, you know what? Oh. You're one of us now. <laughs> so, we'll get to that. Oh, yeah. That's gonna be a that's gonna hashtag, be a long conversation. Hashtag justice for Han. Yeah, we're gonna have to have a whole thing. Yeah, about we'll start that. it now. Hashtag justice for Han. Just are we are we all on Han, are we on Han's side? I assume Niles not because he does an accent of Shaw, so I assume he's on Shaw. Are you a Shaw Shaw? Oh. We need to come up if you're a Shawster. I think I think yeah, but just because of my ever ever growing love a shot for, uh, for for Jason Statham in general. <laughs> so it's uh... we'll be right back, and we're back after that short break. But yes, I will say that I am. Uh, just because of my ever-growing love of Jason Statham and everything he does, I am. I am. Wait, 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 wait. What do you mean ever-growing? You weren't just a hundred thousand percent in from the transporter on. Oh no, yeah, yeah uh, but even when I think I can't love him anymore, 
Like he'll oh, bring out like he'll bring out like Spy, and it's like holy crap, he's funny as well. Who knew and stuff like so. I love I, I, I love uh, Jason Statham. Uh, I love Jason Statham, but in the movie. I remember I saw Seven in the theater with a friend, and the first thing I'd said after we got out, I go, he killed Han! <laughs> Spoilers. I was, I was so mad. That happens at the end of Six, actually. Oh, Six, yeah. yeah. It's an after. It's a... and then, uh, well, actually, no, it happens be- between two and three. Well, oh, chronologically, yeah, uh, we'll get to that, too. This is the, this is the <laughs> Fast and the Furious. But yeah, I, I, yeah, Nate, I'm like, we, we cannot be cool with him joining the team. Uh, now you're part of the family. He's like, well, no! no! You killed Han. <laughs> you killed a character who just ate on screen. I, I did hear a, a theory uh, that I really liked that I won't, I won't share it because Niall hasn't seen Hobbs and Shaw yet, but we'll, we'll get to that. That's a little teaser. I haven't seen it either. I'm waiting to Portland. We'll talk about oh, it. Oh, yeah. The, when this comes out, we'll be doing a, definitely be doing a uh, Hobbs and Shaw, probably a Portland-centric episode where we just gather around a microphone and talk hey, I'll about I'll be there. The I'll movie. be on it if you want me to. After we, Yeah, we're no. all going to be on it. I think whoever's there, uh, I'm having uh, Palace bring that uh, his handheld, and we're just going to sit around it literally and just yeah. talk. We do it during the like movie. Right after the movie. We'll like do it at during midnight. the movie. <laughs> during the movie. <laughs> do a, a running commentary. Look at that motorcycle. <laughs> oh, we are recording a podcast. Please keep it down. Yeah. Be like that the that pizza boy in, in this movie. Just like, damn, oh. podcasters. Just like, is, trying is to check out us. Hey, get out of here, man. Is that the worst director cameo of all time? <laughs> is that the director? That's the director. Oh, God. That was awful. That's the oldest pizza, you, guy, pizza delivery the, guy ever. What the hell's going on here? Get out of your pizza boy. No, pizza man, because he is an old man. It's almost as bad as Jimmy Fallon's uh, run in Band of Brothers when he shows up with that truck. I don't remember him. I haven't that. seen that. <laughs> he is in it, and it will shock you, because you'll be like, what the hell is going is on here? Is that the John Singleton Band movie, or is that Four Brothers? No, four that's brothers. Four Brothers. Band of Brothers is an HBO oh, miniseries about Diesel World though, War II. Right? No, no, he's in Saving Private Ryan. Saving Private Ryan. Oh, <laughs> The, all those war movies came out in a very short amount of time. Hey, don't be war racist. I'm, they all look they don't all look me. the same. Fair, they're like, all like, World War II, so you already know. had like the the monumental hurdle of getting over by like trying to make you think that David Swimmer is intimidating, and like <laughs> so then throwing in Jimmy Fallon after like no but no one's gonna notice this because they're still dwelling on the fact that like Ross from Friends was like pretending to be like a hard ass and stuff. It was weird. Although a lot of people really loved him in that. So, like, maybe it just didn't He's really good at it. It's not that he's a hard-ass. It's that he's mind like a hard-ass. Like, he's not, like, physically berating anybody. He's just an asshole. Yeah. Yeah. He can play an asshole. We were Uh, on a siege! (laughs) (laughs) All right, different show. (laughs) So, after the heist, after this heist of the stuff, uh, we get our, our next scene is of brian showing up in a red truck at the toretto well, marketing he does the, he does a little racing thing right he's, he's yeah. does, he races his yes, green, he lime green car and he doesn't quite he spins out so he doesn't go how he wants it to go he's frustrated. yeah he sucks yeah he wants to go in a straight line and it doesn't he can't, he can't figure out the truck straight <laughs> user error <laughs> he, can, he can only he, turn right he can't turn left mi- can, i think he maxed out 145 miles an hour something like that he needs nos though. he still has this he still has a speedometer on there so he's still he's still a newbie yeah, you take yeah. That off. You just RPMs are how the pros do it. As, as we know, RPMs, yep. if you know how fast you're going, you'll slow down. Yeah. Yep. That that's we learned that last week or last episode or last chunk. What do we call them? Chunks. <laughs> chunks. 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 <laughs> last chunk. That's what we learned. Speaking of chunks, do you think this tuna was chunky? Uh, yeah. I mean, I mean, she says it's bad. Uh, 
So he meets. <laughs> it's bad. So it's he, not chunky. It's probably more no, mayonnaise. Yeah, it's, all, it's like that that subway tuna that's like watery. Just like soup. (laughs) Listen, it's historically established my feelings on mayonnaise. So you talking about that is just absolutely skin crawling. (laughs) Okay, let's go back a little bit then, and let's talk about the 1999 Ford F-150 with ground lightning that Brian drives. George, you're you're a you're a truck guy. Oh yeah, (laughs) as previously stated. I think my tractor's sexy too. This Toretto Market is a fun little spot. It is. It's always been a place called Bob's Market. Mm-hmm. It's an Echo Park in L.A. and it was built in 1913. And it's been at a ton of different movies: L.A. Confidential, uh-huh. um, The Fast and the Furious, oh, The Mentalist. Ooh. Okay, and it was it was used as inspiration for BJ's Market in Grand Theft Auto Five. Oh, nice. Look at that. I will say Full though, cool. This scene in particular really points out something that really sticks with me about this movie. And tuna, not just tuna. Everyone's so damn sweaty in this this movie. It's LA in the summer, man. But the, on other, I've seen He's other eating movies. Eating a sandwich and where it's like it's sixty-five degrees is a heat oh. wave. Oh, and it's just the, he's sweating because he's actually got botulism from all the tuna he's eating. The thing is, <laughs> here, I want to come back to the tuna because how bad does it? I mean, tuna is basically like tuna, and then you put a few things in it, and how bad is a sandwich to where it, it's like. This historically gross thing that it's like a running joke about how shitty the tuna is. Well, I mean, uh, to me, it just looks – the place looks so run down and everyone looks so sweaty. I can imagine this just hasn't been refrigerated well as uh, – you know. Uh, oh, there's no air conditioning. Yeah, yeah there's, there's like nothing. bad tuna there's like, like a health hazard and it just seems like it's just not pleasant, which – add some salt and pepper, man. Take it up a notch. I, I laughed when he says tuna on white, no crust, because if I had to explain Paul Walker to someone he who's never met him. He is tuna on white with no crust. <laughs> that is exactly what I would say. I think, I think this is I, also a reference to Point Break. I'll use my Point Break expertise. Uh, Johnny Utah does order a tuna sandwich uh, oh. when uh, he, when Gary Busey gets the uh, the infamous um, meatball, meatball. meatball sandwich to, to get two. me two. Uh, Utah orders uh, – he orders tuna on wheat. With oh. uh, two lemonades. I think that's like Does a he order, no crust. sort of like joke of like, this is the whitest sandwich I can imagine. So, yeah, he basically is like, it's, yep. it's like that sandwich, but he makes it even whiter. White, red, no crust, like a little kid. I think Robot yeah. Merman just showed that, up. That distracted me. It's just like, you're a grown man and you're asking for no crusts. It's like, I think once you get to the, once you get to a certain age, you just have to accept the crust is going to be there. And just deal with it. Like, asking... Crust is why bread is good. Yeah, crust is one of those things where, like, a kid does it because they have some weird textural issues. If you start ordering your sandwiches as an adult with no crust, you're either on the spectrum or you are the most high-maintenance pain in the ass in existence. <laughs> it could also be, like, I know that the, the old the old wives' tale was that, like, oh, the crusts are supposed to turn your hair curly. And Paul Walker does have pretty curly hair, so maybe he's just like it's it's too curly, too much. If I have more too crust, much. I'm going to get a perm. I've I never heard that old that. wives' tale, but that's fascinating. I haven't either. I'm just going with it, Marin. I have never heard it either. Yeah. Niles, weird. That was that was always the thing. That was like, oh yeah, the, you have the the crusts on your bread. I'll turn your hair curly and stuff. That was, okay, maybe it was an Irish thing. I don't know, but maybe, maybe. But the, speaking of hair, though, I have to say, oh god, he is so he beautiful, looks, uh, man. Uh, those eyes. But, those eyes, like though. the whole thing, the whole package, his, his, even his horrible uh, blonde highlights. He is frosted tips. He is uh, beautiful. He looks great. But I will say that because Jordana, Jordana Brewster is going with a, a look that was popular. I recall this in the early two thousands, where she's got her hair really scraped back. 
Yeah. She's yeah. Oh the, yeah, like. T- like it's it looks bad. Like her head looks funny. Yeah, and it's the fact that like, she's so she's sweaty a beautiful as well. woman. It's just like all your and her hair is pulled is, so far back. It's just all forehead sheen. It's like it's just this really shiny forehead, scraped back hair, the low slung jeans, and it's like this is not a flattering look on anybody. But it's just like hey, 2001 though. Like I remember music videos where like people pop stars dolled up to look like this and stuff. Yeah. Well, th- and this and this look is the. The the uh, first time we see a woman in this movie dressed this way, it's just going to go downhill. No, from just here. wait. A, She's just actually a minute, dressed just the minute. most conservative. Is there, is there a single outfit for a female in this movie does not involve at least eight inches of her midriff showing? I don't no, think there is. It, it, you have to have. We're talking like low rib cage to just the little crest of pelvis bone, and that's like standard issue. Yeah. Like they made no clothes for anybody in this time period for a woman. That did not have that showing. Yeah, because because Mia's supposed to be like demure. Yeah, so she's what she's wearing right now is the but most demure. That she's I mean, the good girl. She yeah. goes. She's like going to school and getting a j- degree. And well, wait a minute, I, I want the cast to me more. Is this part like what? What are you talking about? <laughs> to me. I just, every time yeah, someone too, says demure, I use that joke every time. I, I was in middle school when this movie came out, and even girls who were like twelve and thirteen wore this stuff. Like it's just it's just what you got at the mall. It's just that was all clothes for women. It was... I did actually. I discovered uh, when I was on Mean Girls Minute because uh, I always thought like, oh yeah, the the tops were they were kind of borderline crop tops in some way. But uh, Liz and Lol, uh, John's partner, who I was on with, uh, they explained apparently it's, it's the jeans. The jeans are low slung, so that's why that's that's why the midriff showing. Yeah, which was which news to me. I was just like, oh my god, now. We are in a renaissance of the high-waisted jeans. I honestly, I think they're great. I personally, I do. I really do. <laughs> Thanks for sharing, George. Wow, we, we're, we're, George likes we're, we're picking up to sides for Han versus Shaw. Been. We're picking sides for low-cut versus high-cut jeans. We are, we are, we are making lists here. I'm guys. a fan. I'm a fan. It depends on what they're wearing. Uh, the next scene, just uh, the next person we see after we see Mia show up in her demure. Skankwear, Letty in her three-inch oh platform. No, no. I mean, between that, you you were forgetting at five oh two second five minute five second two, Mister Captain, the man, Dominic Toretto, head of the family, oh, yeah. literally head, just the back she, of glossy sheen head of the family is 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 in the back of the Toretto. He gets a nice intro Do you think it was that hot in LA they were just that sweaty or did they just have like hair and makeup just misting these guys with glycerin and water just to give them that look? Oh yeah, they're wet. They got a wet guy. There's a guy, a wet boy. There's a wet boy there who just walks around <laughs> wet boy. Wet and when uh, when wet the rock boy. shows up in Fast 5, he just goes ape shit. It just Yeah, the, there is a there's a <laughs> scene in Fast 5 that's baby where he's, oil boy. he's talking to Vin Diesel. Vin Diesel is completely bone dry and the rock is like he's got drips of water coming out of his freaking goatee he's so glistening it's like what the hell happened here like was he just oh i went for a swim before i walked on so in in our in in universe does dom grab a corona in our mind he has to i mean is that that what he's grabbing out of the fridge would not drink a corona out of a can that's the thing yeah it's a can i think you're right it's probably just like a fresca also you can't hold a can in the fisting style that he He has to do like (laughs) the bottle bottle yeah He's, he's a oh, man can you imagine him holding a can where he's holding like he holds it this way, just so like you can, top to bottom, just so you can see the uh, the logo on it, which he does mask when he holds it up. And that may be why he was he's Captain Fisto later on. We'll get to that. <laughs> uh, you guys won't. I, you guys don't. Get, I do think it's don't. interesting that Letty is like 
Dom, can I get you something to drink? And her, the look on her face when he displays that he has one is more like, why are you so self-sufficient? <laughs> I felt like there was some actor, uh, and Mern, you can help with this. It feels like those guys, like the big, the big actors in this movie got to do some improv before they got to shooting and they had like some backstory. Yeah. Not everybody in this movie has yeah. that. I think that Letty and Dom have backstory they it's, have worked on. Yeah, because they have a weird dynamic. It's uh, it's, She's into him. He's just kind of ignoring her. And then later he's like, after he wins the race, he's like, let me get my trophy. And like yeah. picks her up as if like there's like a – and then she get all territorial with like I smell skank and that I'm sort sorry, of thing. I'm sorry. It's, 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 it's I smell skanks. Skanks. And also, you forgot meow. Yeah, you forgot the yeah. meow. Yeah, it's high smell. No. Skanks. <laughs> we'll also say too, like the establishing shot of Letty, who might be my favorite character in the fa- Fast and Furious. She's oh my god, this outfit. But uh, the so, those New Rock boots. Yeah, like so, I, knew, I knew so many girls back in the early 2000s, and and guys who had those exact boots. Like this was a thing. It was just like, oh yeah, flames up a yeah. New Rock boot. So she that she is, is wearing. Just as I, I wrote down everything she's wearing. She flame platform boots. Camo cargo pants, a red flare boot cut camo cargo yes, pants, a red halter top, low rise waisted boot cut camo cargo <laughs> pants, <laughs> and then she has little tiny shade, little tiny sunglasses. Yeah, and then like the weird like hair split in the middle, yeah. and then like pushed down. Um, this movie has more underwear in it that is on display, but no one's ever wearing underwear. It's just <laughs> there. In this entire movie, this whole movie is underwear. Oh, well, Wait, what I mean, do you mean? Diesel no one's wearing wears, it? They're, they're wearing it. You can just see it. No, they're wearing it. We we never see them with no clothes oh, on yeah. and you just, can just their see underwear. It over the pants. We the, we see their underwear, men and women. I mean, Vin Diesel wears a uh, a tank top, which is basically underwear. Yeah. <laughs> it, it it's a vest. That's like his. Yeah. It's a vest. Letty Letty's underwear. She she's half undressed. Those pants are. I wouldn't even say they're low cut. Those aren't even low-cut pants. Those are... No-cut pants. <laughs> and and I, when I first saw her, I was like, oh, man, they really had her coded differently in that first movie. When you think about it, what she is now, I mean, she's this person now saying, I won't do the movie unless more female, a- yeah. more writers are added to the movie. Well, also, this you first one. Keep, like, she's like the only like actual driver in this crew. Like She's, mm-hmm. she's not just like uh, arm candy. She is the legitimate... Like, Member, she races. She does her own thing. She wins. She knows how to drive. She knows how to work on her own car. She is mm-hmm. a, a functional element to this crew, and and we don't we didn't get a lot of that back then. It was always like the girl or a girl or somehow peripherally revolving around the main characters who are always guys. So she's really a progressive individual as far as that goes. Yeah, Still, and the fact that her first line was. Can I get you a beer and to be subservient? It's yeah, like it's like, oh come on, what did yeah, you do like, that for? Like you just establish her badassery by showing us her underwear as she walks across the parking lot. But then you're going to turn around and have her like like wait on him because. Ugh. So you're saying Michelle Rodriguez can drive? A uh, interesting little fact: um, neither Michelle Rodriguez or Jordana Brewster had driver's licenses before this movie. <laughs> they had to get they because had to, of their age. They, had to learn they just, to drive not just need one. Were they were they were they going full Nile on that? Yeah. yeah, they were. I mean, as soon as they cast me in a Fast and Furious movie, then I'll learn to drive. Yeah, okay. Yeah, that's but a good until that moment, and I will say, Fast and Furious, the franchise as a whole, has a very good track record of representation of bald men. Yeah. So as a bald man, <laughs> I think I'm in with a chance. Like they had The Rock, 
They got Vin Diesel yeah. and Jason Statham in major starring roles. So I and, think like and in this and movie, Vin Diesel is still. You can tell he's still toying with maybe I maybe maybe I've got, okay. It's gonna turn into rock. Maybe over the bear. I've got a little hairs. No holes in my hair. No he, he, he's not as shorn as he normally yeah, he just is. Buzzed now. very well, close, but, like you can, but you can tell. That it's definitely not there yeah. anymore. It's also yeah. daytime because I think when we jump to the bit later when they actually do the race, he has polished up a bit. He knows. No, at night I noticed it too. You can still see oh, his really? uh, like it's the stubble, huh. just enough of the stubble. In some stubble. scenes, I, like, I think oh, you can see a little more. He didn't. Mm. He didn't pull he, out the he's shaving one of those cream that guys, day. When you look back now and you see him with hair, it's like this does not work. Like you should never have had hair, frankly. Like Bruce Willis, like, you thought just, you thought you the, had hair. You never had hair. <laughs> You never. But the same with like, like and Granny shaving instead of double clutching. No, but like, we're we're talking about each of these characters. It's funny that we haven't even introduced them. The gang is Vince, Leon, Jesse, and Letty. Yeah, that's his gang. Uh, You don't worry about learning Jesse or Leon's name. It does not matter. Jesse kind of figures into the plot. Like he, he's like he's the tech guy. He's the mad scientist. He's the genius. He's the car guy. Leon Leon is just a guy. He he is a guy. Beefed up Milo Ventimiglia. The rewatch. I was like, oh yeah. Leon is backup Vince. I think of him as backup Vince. We have an heir and a spare. Vince is the guy who's going to take over the gang if he dies, and if Vince dies. Leon is so excited that he'll get the <laughs> mile of I think I think he's a bit of a of a of a muckraker. He's kind of like a pot stirrer because he's the one I get invents on. He's like he's not here just with the tuna sandwich. You know what I mean? As he's a, the one always. He's the aside yeah. guy. Yeah, because he stands over there with Jesse. He's like, oh, here we go. I love this part. Yeah. You know, he's always the one that. Yeah, yeah. He also he he also has good advice on where to get burgers. Yeah, Vince <laughs> does. Yeah. Well, and he's a radio guy too. That's a solid. That's, a, that's really good. That's a solid price. I meant to look oh, up yeah. whether like was that the price back then? It must have been. He says try back try, try fat burger from now on. You can get yourself a double cheese and fries for two ninety five. And then he well, calls him a, a derogatory cheap. slur, which wouldn't fly these days. But keeping keeping that in mind, <laughs> oh, yeah. though, should 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 you guys do you think you should try to keep track of all the product placement throughout the franchise? Because so far <laughs> okay, we've well, had Panasonic six. Are we at six already? <laughs> I mean, we're we. We got Rogers. We got R- Rogers Transportation. That's not a real company, yeah, though. Pan- I mean, every product placement. Coke sign in the background here. Uh, you had Bud. Coke signed Budweiser. Toyota was was shown as well. I mean, do, do is every uh, car tuna count as the product tuna council? That's going to be that's too much. I mean, I guess we're doing that. Besides <laughs> American Tuna Board. Um, Don't make me do more work, Niall. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I also like uh, Vince. Also, as what is he? Sandwich crazy. Oh, yes. I love that line. That's well, what, I, what's I, up with this I fool? I have no... Is he sandwich crazy? And I'm like, that's not a line that 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 didn't go through revisions. That I was have the first thing you thought and of. That is one note in capitals, exclamation point, sandwich crazy. Yeah, <laughs> it's that's the name of this section it, of the movie. Is yeah, he, he says it, he says it and as this, if that's a thing that you that like. Oh yeah, you know sometimes people guy, are sandwich, sandwich crazy. Sandwich crazy. <laughs> the thing is, you want Leon in the background to be like, yeah, he's totally sandwich crazy, Vince. Yeah, that's terrible dialogue in a scene that actually does have a couple of moments of genuinely pretty good dialogue as well. And it's yeah, there's funny stuff in this. Uh, now you're saying we should keep up with the product placement. I, I want to keep up with the tank tops. It's a lot easier. <laughs> Vince Vince is in the first male tank top in this movie. Think, yeah. Tragically though, not wearing his Bennett from Commando cosplay that he, he he's rocking later on. Yeah. Well, are, this yes. this entire segment's going to be called tanks, but no tanks. <laughs> <laughs> well done. Yeah, well, because Letty's wearing a tank, Not too. Not to be confused later in the series when there is an actual tank. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> 
bought a tank? <laughs> uh, we'll get to it. That'll be called Tanks a Lot. I love that we just said that out loud. We were watching a movie about L.A. straight Reasons, and we're like, wait until later when there's a tank. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, you, follow us, baby birds. We'll feed you. Don't worry. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And if you haven't seen that one yet, just know we're excited for it. It's not like we're like, ugh. They fight a tank. This is when it gets real it's good. Awesome. Yeah. It's awesome. We're going to get more and more excited as moment. we go along, for the most part. Mm. That that movie is the one I have. Still have the screenshot. We'll get to it when we actually show it. I have. I took a screenshot of the moment the Fast and Furious franchise became what it is now. It's the it's the moment when Vin jumps out of the car. Yeah, and catches Letty for the tank. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's that's the moment. Because before then, you're like. They're still street racers. They're just helping somebody out. Oh, okay. Now we're now doing they're this. superheroes. Now, now I can jump twenty five feet and change the, the way that gravity works. So super yeah. excited yep. about yep. that yep. part. Uh, he says. So he says, "Is he sandwich crazy?" Vince goes in there and he picks a fight. And Leon and Jesse are standing over he the side. He picks a eating fight with chips. a very aggressive use of a sugar bowl. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and when he picks the fight. They start fighting, and in the background, you, you, Mia's like, Dom, you got to get out there. You got to stop the fight. And you see the fight in the background, and Paul Walker is whipping Vince's ass. <laughs> <laughs> and Dom says the best line. He's like, what you put in that sandwich? That's a good line. That's a great line. And I was like, that's a, that's that's a, great a good line. line. Um, there was also Vince actually got a good line earlier, too, when the, he's walking away. He's like, you know, why do you keep coming here? Like, I like the tuna. And he's just like, like bullshit. Nobody, nobody likes, likes the, the tuna. tuna. That, that actually got a laugh out of me. It's like, yeah. They, they like, serve yeah, a sandwich. I want to know that, what's so bad about this damn tuna. They, serve, they actively like serve a sandwich on their menu that they all agree is garbage. But they're not going to change it. <laughs> why, why, is, why is the Toretto's garage serving food as well? It just seems like nobody's no, there. No, it's not it's a garage. A, it's a, it's a this cafe is the market. market. Yeah. Oh, okay. This is not his. Toretto's, Toretto's place is a completely different This thing. is Toretto oh, ca- Cafe on the front. So here's a, here's another question. So how much is it two ninety five for a double cheeseburger and fries at Fat at, Burger? Uh, fat Burger. Yeah. How much is shit tuna? So, so <laughs> probably he gets this shit cents. tuna sandwich, and then he throws down at least five dollars in singles <laughs> for this. No sides, no drink, just two pieces of white that, bread. No, oh, there's, there's a piece. There's a the piece on the side. To get the there crust is a piece cut on the side. He has to pay extra for that. <laughs> All that extra yep. work involved. Yeah. Uh, can you make sure my bread's not uh, sweaty? Yeah. So can <laughs> nope. I get the non-soggy bread? <laughs> not possible. Uh, as we as we're talking about all these cars, one of the funny notes I found in um in this book that I I I found again I can't the name of it uh, doesn't matter. We're gonna call it we're gonna call it fast cars. <laughs> you gotta run, run, fast run, cars. Run, run, run. And in the in this book, they were talking about the fact Rob Cohen when he decided to do this movie every one of those cars that the gang has every car that's like a hero car has four replicas of it oh. just in case every hero car so imagine building replicas to street racing cars they needed cars they could bash they needed cars that would just look pretty from uh-huh. afar and i was like that's like if there's 90 cars in this movie i can't even do that math i don't know what 90 times four is uh, it's 360 it's a lot 94 it's 94. What, <laughs> 360. Okay. So there's 360 Same cars. Same number of degrees what? in a circle, which means we're coming back around. Yep. And that, like this movie sir, series, yeah. we're coming back around. But 90, like you're counting like all the police cars and the trucks. No, they're not. No, it's it, – let's say there were 10. Let's say there were 10 cars. That's, That's a lot. Still yeah, a lot of cars. 40. Still 40 cars. They had to, and, and they had to make them all perfectly the same. That's probably why they all look like this because they want them to all be so distinct. You're not like, yeah. Is he driving the same car? 
No, he's driving the same car. It's yellow and or green or blue. You notice that none of the colors, uh, none of the colors in the movie uh, uh, replicate. Yeah, like when little Bow Wow's driving his car, he's it's like white. What what are the colors? What Everybody's, are the colors of the um the the Mini Coopers in Italian Job? Are they uh, red, yellow, and blue? Yeah, I believe yeah. they are. I think I see. Yeah, they are. Yeah, so that's yeah. the same colors that the that uh, Letty and and Vince and uh, the other Leon. You've 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 already <laughs> forgot his name. <laughs> well, no, don't, no, but we have like the like the maroonish color, but then like uh, 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 Toretto's car is like bright red. And it's also like and it's also like an actual sports car, whereas these are like converted sedan type mm-hmm. things. Whereas so, yeah, this is before this is before Toretto was in his. Uh, he's not in the Charger. No, yeah, this is this is his like a, was a Mazda MX three. Yeah, this is his real street racer car, which. I, I remember when I rewatched this again months ago when we were talking about this project and I was like, oh my God, Dom isn't Dom yet. Like he doesn't have, he would never now be caught dead in anything other than that stupid charger yeah, for any street race. Yeah, because that's the cool car. Other than that like crappy like thing he drives in Cuba backwards. Yeah. That, <laughs> we'll get to it, everybody. <laughs> like if he'll, he'll drive something that's so like, like ridiculously like not a car. To show he's such a badass, like I, I can take anything you give. I can do. Hey, I can take anything you give. Drive me a tank. Yeah, I can drive a tank drive backwards tank. and still race. <laughs> What'd you put in that tank? I'll drive, I'll drive the Flintstones uh, car. This is my feet. I think <laughs> I, I, I would be don't. remiss though if I let this scene go without uh, mentioning the terrific soundtrack choice. Oh yeah. Of, uh, as a, as mean, uh, uh, Brian's approaching his car, and then he gets literally shoved in the back. Uh, Niall, are you going are, are you going to watch our backs while you talk about this? Yes, I'll, I'm watching all your backs because uh, thankfully we're doing it through Zoom appropriately enough because you know Zoom Fast and Furious it yeah. all works. <laughs> so Take I can see purpose. you guys. Mm-hmm. But uh, but yeah, it's just the fact that the guy pushes him in the back, and then we get an instant watch your back. Watch your watch your watch your back. And then we hear the same thing for three solid minutes of this fight. I was devastated as, when I looked up the song, and there were actually other lyrics to, in the tune. It's not just watch your back oh, over and over like, again. Yeah, yeah. I was hoping that's what it was going to be. And then, look both ways. Look both ways. Look both <laughs> ways. Later it's just, on, it's all, they, it's all about is, safety. I did some research. Fun fact: they took this song and they adapted it for kids and called it "Wash Your Back." <laughs> oh, that's <laughs> nice. So we there's been like a couple songs like this throughout the movie. It, it, it sounds it sounds like a stock rap song. Like you would get like a free version of just like a song that sounds like a rap song off a website mm-hmm. for free. That's not a real song. That's what the songs in this movie sound like. Mm. Probably at that burger place that it was for uh, two ninety nine or whatever. Vance is talking about that. They, they would give you like a, a free CD along with it. Oh yeah, yeah. Part of your happy. But, uh, your, uh, apparently it was your it was recorded meal. by a guy called Benny Cassette, which is an immediately dated <laughs> name. Maybe sounded cool in two thousand and one, but Benny Cassette. 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 I couldn't find. I looked. I looked over Wikipedia. They didn't say it wasn't his real name, so you never know. Maybe the guy's actual last name is Cassette. But it's uh, a great last name. But I think the the, the the real clincher for me is that at one point the fight dies down and then it revs up again and the song comes back in with "Watch Your Back" and just goes full back into the thing again and I was I burst out laughing at it because it was so perfect that it was like yes yes this one is not as stupid as the other ones get with that which is what what makes them excellent uh, but little things like that and I was like I'll give you this one the fast and the furious. Uh, Vince and Paul are uh, are both uh, so pretty. I wonder if they'd had the same the same uh, rules that Anchorman did. No, no punching in the face. <laughs> Not in the face. 
Well, no, and no. Here's they, the thought. These guys are so hardcore that they could take that punch in the face and just be like, a little blood on my lip. Let's do this. I noticed that Vince is actually wearing two tank That's tops. So we have anyway. – our tank tops are up to two. Vince is double, yep. double bagging it. <laughs> I, I didn't notice it until guy, we he, were he just talking about this fight. He double bags it later too. I think that's just the thing. Maybe he's just like my, my arms get warm, but my chest is always cold. So nice- <laughs> well, I don't want. Well, I don't want. Uh, well, if you look underneath, I'm wearing a, a dress tank on top, and underneath well, is a g- g- gray, like it looks sweat stained, grossness, uh, moisture. Well, thing. that's his it's moisture just, wick to keep it away from his good tank. It reminds top. me of a, um, mm-hmm. one of my favorite shows, Battlestar Galactica. Their uniforms in that are always they have like a wide gray tank top and then like another tank top on top of it. <laughs> I don't, they have yeah, a tactical, yeah, tactical. Tank top. That's it. That's maybe that's Vince's thing. Tactical. He's just but a BSG also kind of what's distracting me is that uh, Jesse. You know, and you think he would know too, being like the mad scientist of the group and stuff, because he's wearing like a like a beanie hat. The thing is, it gets in the middle of a heat wave, and heat escapes through the top of your head. So he's just gonna make himself even warmer for the sake of. Needless fashion. He's just got Jesse <laughs> is like he's the Giovanni Ribisi of this movie. He's just like, I, he like is, they must he have is like the poor man's Giovanni Ribisi. He has got the he's the <laughs> twitchy guy. He's like always the nerd in things. Even if he's like a cool street racer guy, he's still yeah. the nerd. That's a hard that's a hard line to well, straddle. Look at his body type. You can't make him. You can't make him cool. Well, and this he's, is this is like what our, our nice little two uh, thousands allusion to uh, the, the normalization of mental illness when he talks about was it ADHD he has and he can't focus <laughs> on things. But cars, man, they just speak to him. He understands that comes in he later. Understands not in this part. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Fast but, and Furious. Um, he did a lot for uh, for representation. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So yeah, so we touched on like you know I, I want to play the game of like things you can't get away with in movies now, and I believe uh, Vince's flippant use of the uh, the derogatory f word for homosexual earlier yes. is yeah not well that pulls you out of the movie fast. might be Just one like, of whoa. the biggest instances in the first four, bit of the movie is like like because now we hear that like whoa no stop no stop yeah. it what did you do that for that's not necessary he did though. Yeah, and the, so Dom runs out, stops the fight. It's our first Dom talking mm. moment. He's, he's Stop def- it, you're embarrassing me. He's definitely, he's emoting a lot more than Dom will in later oh, yeah. instances. Yeah. Like, there's a bit more of a kind of personality to him in this movie. <laughs> like he- also, I'm wondering if they, if he went back to the director or to the DP and was like, from now on, don't ever shoot me so I look so small. Yeah. If When he's standing next to Vince, he looks tiny. Because yeah. <laughs> Vince is a giant man. But in later movies, he's the same height as The Rock. This is his first one, though, because he does the he like takes a pass on the next two. By the time he comes back for the fourth, he's got some clout, even though he really didn't do anything of real note except for Pitch Black in between there. But he was like, no, if we're going to do this, I need to look like a beefy dude. And then they put him next to The Rock later, and he still somehow looks like some sort of massive thing when he is really not that big. No. I mean, look at his arms in this scene. He's not... I mean, yes, he can wear a sleeveless shirt. Good for you, buddy. But... He's not cut. He's not like he is now. Yeah. Like he he now has to be. He and you're right. You're right now. He does have more personality yeah. in this even, movie than he does I think even later at, on. At the end of uh, the Fate of the Furious, they show you like, or maybe it's is it the Fate, or maybe it's Seven. Where they, oh no, it will be Seven because they show you the flashbacks of him and Brian's relationship, and it does have that one scene of him going like when he's going like, "Here's your car," and. Uh, Dom's like my car. Like his reaction to that is more emotion in that flashback than any of the rest of the entire new movie that they're showing you. Just from this one snippet of his expression, going my car, in a kind of joking fashion. 
Uh, whereas, like, I he think does he does have more of a sense of humor, and then somehow he just gets super dark uh, for on, and just he just like kind of scowls and mm. talks in a gravelly voice and says declarative statements with no real questions. He just makes make proclamations. Yeah, yeah. That's a, that's a shame though, because like it's you know you want your your there's one thing being like a cool badass, but at the same time you want your characters to have character. Yeah. So. Yeah, there's one thing I could fix about the later Fast and Furious movies. Uh, I was like, I would inject a bit more of the uh, the 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 young Dom into the old Dom. Yeah, I think he definitely. We'll talk about this as we go along, but he he gets sort of a, a complex, especially when The Rock comes on about how he has to be be a cool dude all the time. He loses yeah. some interest there. Yeah, let's let's skip ahead where we're we're, we're talking about. They uh, Dom tries to get him in trouble and get him fired from the auto parts place that he works. At this point, we still don't know. This is one of the ways it's different than Point Break. We still don't know he's an FBI agent or a cop. We don't know anything. We don't know anything yet. We still think he's just some kid. Yeah, they they take a while to reveal it. Who wants to? Which which is actually a really fun way of doing this movie. Good, it's good. I like it. We we uh, we fast forward to the first street race. Furiously, furiously, fast forward the first, furiously. The first sitting in front of the cars and talking and jabbering. Uh, well, and you we do see have a, a bunch a, of people. A brief interlude into Harry's, the place that he's oh, yeah. apparently oh, Harry's. Dom yes. tried to get him fired from, but apparently like, yeah. he, he managed to get out of that by the skin of his teeth. And there's a first mention of he's, Nos. And you see, you see the uh, yeah, yeah. first thing he he gotta have the some most Nos. stressed out <laughs> part store owner ever. Yeah. He's just losing. <laughs> he's pulling his hair out. He's. <laughs> I feel like I want to see like Jimmy Stewart play this character. Like, oh no, yeah. <laughs> oh, when when Vince Ra- when when Dom races, all the kids come in to get what he wants. It's uh, I, I, <laughs> I don't have your money. Your money's in, in his car and Pedro's car. It's everywhere. It's not here. Oh man, you don't need Nos. You see. don't need Nos. Like, I've, I've seen like... how you drive. Susu's <laughs> Nos. <laughs> Oh, wait a minute here, Brian. Uh, I mean, Dom was on the horn there, and he, he told me he wants you fired, but uh, uh, I, can't, I can't do that to you, you know. Uh, uh, Who's on the phone? Ludicrous? Hee-haw! <laughs> <laughs> That's all I got. All right. <laughs> those, are my, those are my... The Jimmy Stewart bit. References. Good job, everyone. <laughs> nice. Well played, everyone. This will be a good thing. Good Recurring so the- theme throughout each episode, people just have to do a Jimmy Stewart impression. Don't tell them why, but just be like, yes, you have to do a Fast and Furious line and then Jimmy Sorry, Stewart. I'm down. Voice. So, yeah, we get to the, the street race. Uh, and uh, Or pre-street yeah. race. Because they're at a third, they're at a secondary location yeah, at this he moment. He meets uh, Hector, and he has a last name, mm-hmm. but he doesn't know how to pronounce it. Yes. <laughs> so we're not going to learn it. So, awesome. Welcome, Hector. That was just that was such an odd line, though. To like, me. how does he not like, know how to pronounce This guy doesn't know how to pronounce his own last name. It's it like, makes no sense. Is he joking? Is he that stupid? It's like the, the screenwriter is, was is, like, is it, I'll put in a last name. I'll look up, like, an, an Hispanic last name later. And then it was like, you know what? I just leave it out. It was just, uh, I got this kind of funny line. We'll just throw it in there. I don't need to figure it yeah. out. Okay, it could have even been like a bit of improv by the actor. He's just like, yeah, I can't pronounce the last name. And he's just like, you know what? That's funny. Let's just keep that in the movie. <laughs> Jeez. And then, and then uh, we're introduced to Lil Bow Wow. Uh, and, mm. Excuse me, Jaw Rule. Yeah, yeah it's I not Lil Bow Wow. <laughs> the, the first, uh, sure? the first exi- It doesn't matter because this guy sucks this guy's at bad. <laughs> well, he's a rapper. Really he's a rapper. Rappers can't well, act. We'll see, but you, really later bad. on, we get like. Some actual like Ludacris comes in. He does a real good job, but he's still is great. I actually think Lil Bow Wow does a pretty good job in, in uh, Tokyo Drift. But uh, Jaw Rule, yeah. this guy, yeah. um, 
it's bad. This is the first example of a rapper being cast in these movies. Won't be the last, and it is, I think, the worst. He's as good as this as he is at putting on festivals yeah. on islands. <laughs> he plays Edwin. <laughs> it's an old guy he, name. He is so forgettable that if you go to the IMDb and put in cast for this movie, he doesn't show up. Monica! Monica. <laughs> that may be that. Monica! Monica. My three-way! <laughs> Doesn't he, he yell yells Minaj? Yeah, he, he yells Minaj. Okay, yeah. he does yell Minaj yeah. at one point. Okay, we'll get to that. But yeah, it's it's a it's a really weird character. Obviously, they needed a guy who was going to... They needed more people to yeah. bet against yeah, Dom. Dom couldn't be in the race yeah. with just Yeah, uh, there's Brian. another guy who's in the race, and we never find out who he is. He's just another guy. He, play, he yeah, plays video Chinese games in guy. his car. That's his thing. That's badly. <laughs> to be a driver, he's terrible. Yeah, they're playing game. a driving game. He's like just like crashing and just like. <laughs> and I like how his Letty car cha- looks Letty like changed his car into. In Letty changed into her formal wear, her evening wear for this. Yeah, her uh, uh, transparent uh, underwear shirt and black still bra. Still visible. Oh. Still, still visible. And she walks up and yep. says, "George's favorite." Yeah, but it's line. evening un- evening underwear. Yes, it is. <laughs> and she says, "Meow, meow." I smell skank. Mm. I smell. <laughs> I, I I love this line so much. I, I Very love Jack Palance. Whenever <laughs> an actor has to smell, whenever you have like a line Skank. talking about how you smell something, where do you put the sniff? And I think she makes yeah, a very oh, good choice. Here. As an actor, Murren, where, where would you where put, put it? Sniff? Let's run the line. I, where do you uh, put the You know, sniff? I probably, if I was doing it, I probably would have put it first. I would have been like, meow, I smell skanks. But I think she makes a very interesting choice here to put it in the middle of the sentence. George, you, I'd like to hear you do it. Uh, meow. I smell skanks. That's, okay, yeah. so you're the same as Murren. Yeah. Niall, do you have a different take Let's on see, it? Uh, meow. I smell skanks. <laughs> mm. I like it. <laughs> That's really good. The, the other, yeah. the other um, big sniffing line I could think of was, uh, what do you smell? Man flesh. From the two towers, <laughs> which is one of, also one of my favorite lines from that movie. I just like lines. I like uh, characters smelling things in movies. I guess that's my thing. Apparently, <laughs> but she doesn't really smell them, right? No, no. But with the I smell with the introduction to man flesh to, to this line, we also get our first instance of an integral part of the Fran- Fast and Furious franchise, where mm-hmm. excessive shots of uh, scantily clad women just gathered around yep. the cars. Yeah, yeah, this, yeah. Oh, I thought you were going to talk about this is where Dom's cross is first seen. Oh, well, yeah, uh, that as well. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> There are more belly buttons on display in this scene than uh, I would say every other Fast and the Furious movie combined. Mm. That's kind of weird because you think, like, oh, as times have progressed, they'll, they'll, they'll dial that back a bit in the movies. Mm. But no. No, there's still, more ass yeah. now. Yeah, it's a but, it's the always under ass too. It's yeah, all that's no, all they want to show. It's, it's, it's under ass. It's the crease meets. We get to. Uh, oh, there definitely <laughs> is. Like, there's there's one movies. shot in one of the. Oh, oh my god! Oh, damn it, Jonathan. <laughs> hey. 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 <laughs> anyway. So where were we oh, talking about race. belly buttons? Belly and, buttons. Oh, crease meats. We're talking about crease meats. And. Uh, I think in one of the later movies, there's there is a shot of a woman walking past the camera, and it's like the the skirt isn't a skirt; it's literally like it's nope. halfway up her ass cheek. It's like it, it's so excessive. But I guess that's like what that's you know this franchise is making millions upon millions, so they know what they're doing. Millions. I guess, but yeah, 
Well, it's uh, overseas. Yes, this is we're still dealing with a, a male gaze that we're all probably now a little more like. Eh. Like we get it, we know what's under there. We don't need to see it. We're fine. We also, have imagination. Like, that, that's not why I came to this movie. Yeah, I, I literally don't care if any. There's never been any chemistry between any of the characters, so why do I need to see? Yeah, ass this meat? is called I the don't. Fast and the Furious, not the Ass and the Furious. That's the <laughs> porn parody. Hmm. <laughs> you will, see what to do with those gear shifts. I will say though, and you know, you guys will be covering in great detail later on. But the lack of chemistry between the, the the actors, and that is true for the most part. But there's there's scenes in the later movies between Dom and Letty that are actually quite touching to me. Yeah, like, oh, they, yeah, they, they get better. They, they it's it's the it's the writing. It's all the writing stuff. It's the the I think at this point that the writers were like, this is what people want, so this is all we're gonna do. Mm. And later on, everybody's like. Okay, since we're not we're not always driving, we need to have a little like this is mostly driving. Yeah, <laughs> and fight and fighting yeah. and sweating. Again, the, and at drinking. the end of this, I don't understand what the appeal of Dom Dom to Brian is. Like why he why right. he would sacrifice. Like oh yes, you take the keys and run. Whereas again, in Point Break, I was like I'm, I'm on that emotional journey. I understand the the charisma of both these actors. Oh yeah. Whereas these guys just don't have it yet. Uh, no, they're not in love yet. There's, there's no guy love yet. I think they have to force it real hard because he gives no real. Brian gives no real, uh, other than the fact that I swear to God they they workshopped his name to find the whitest version yeah. of a human being's name they could. We come skip up the part with. where he says you sound Brian Earl Spillman. Oh yeah, you sound like a serial killer. Is that what you are? Is that what you are? <laughs> and it's not even so much that it's the whitest name. It's just that it's like the lamest name for like. No, 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 Niall. It is the whitest name ever. Well, yeah, the, yeah, that is true. Uh, and it but, also oh, is probably name the name Brian of the Nothing against guys named. My name's Brian Earl Spilner. I'm a. I'm. I'm. I work for Lucasfilm. <laughs> nothing against guys named Brian, <laughs> but it, it is not. It is not an, a lead of an action movie. It, I think in yeah. in the Taken franchise, Liam Neeson's name is Brian Mills, which is also uh-huh. just like. Think of another name. Yeah, I mean the thing is, your your go to action name that's a good strong one is John because yeah, John John McClane, always works. John Matrix, John Wick, John Wick, exactly. Yeah, Johnny so Mnemonic. Like, I guess they could have mm-hmm. called him, you know, John O Johnny Utah. I think they call him John O'Connor. It's too close to just John Connor. Yeah, so maybe. Well, I mean, we're also arguing this with two guys with interesting names. <laughs> George and I are like. I'm George. My name is awesome. Shut up, Jonathan. <laughs> Shut up, George. George is a name you name someone you can't remember. How their many? Name. How many name? No, Georges. Do you know? Lucas. Yeah. Cool. Ish. No. Costanza. Oh, <laughs> yeah. These are all celebrities. How many normal day to day people do you know? Their name George. Normal? None. Yeah. Including you. Just zero. Me. So there's. I know like forty seven Jonathans. How dare you? Are with, they all awesome? With well, the at least, I know at least I know the, at least two of them that are awesome. Yeah, well, I mean, give or take. All right. I mean, how many Merlins do you know? Um, None. I know a None. couple of Marines, a couple of Merlins. You know a couple of Merlins? Uh, yeah. <laughs> you know Merlins? That's not true. <laughs> I know no Niles. So we're a name on the rise, though. That that guy from One Direction has done a lot of good. We're a we're a name on the rise. I know yes. a, I know a Neil, and that's kind of like Niall, and they're both from England. No, hey, I'm not from England. <laughs> I know, but you live there. <laughs> it's one of the things, Colin, like because it would have been a bigger deal back in like the early '90s or something. But like every time someone like within the community 
refers to me as British or from England, and yeah. I was like, let well, me. I should, I should clarify this. Like, I am not from from England. I am not, Irish. Nor am I, I just happen to live in England. Come on. Yeah, you're Irish doing a non-Irish accent on a podcast. Yeah, Bagara. Oh well. Why can't anyone get this right? <laughs> That's fair enough. It's so. Right. So the stakes are laid for uh, our our um, chunk. Two thousand dollar buy in. Apparently, though, Brian Earl Spilner can afford to drop ten grand on his car, but can't afford a two thousand dollar buy in into a into a race. He spent it all on his car. He only no. he had exactly ten thousand. He put in the wrench yeah. time. So they they allow him to race, and he says something interesting. He says it's more about the respect. He says it's not really about the winning. He wants Some their people, respect. That's more important. And I, yeah, and Dom kind of gives him that. I think this guy knows what he's talking about. We could like, be Dom, compadres. That's also the scene where oh, I'm like, no, no, no. You say that, but Dom then, is definitely losing the hair. That's the that's scene, right. The, the, that's the right. Notice it too. Yeah, is a little bit of a stubble growing on the top of his head. Yeah, yeah. And you're so like, you you're say like, that, yeah. but after the race, after he has lost spectacularly, or I guess he came in second. He has uh, his whole thing is like. Whether it's an inch or a mile, winning is winning. So he's not about the respect. He's about the, the final line, you know, like who was no, over the No, he's still teaching first. Brian a lesson. The lesson in street racing is it doesn't matter. Like, I almost had you, man. Did, it's not that you almost had me. You, it doesn't matter if you almost had yeah, me. I won. Almost doesn't count. Um, did you guys do any research as to what the heck granny shifting versus double clutching <laughs> is? I, I, I think it's made up. <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make that my bet. I I'm going to bet that it's made up. I wonder because I didn't research it. I was just wondering if you guys did. Because hold on, I've always wondered about that line. Is like, what is the difference between double clutching and granny? I guess granny shifting is just typical like okay. clutch shift, clutch yeah. shift, clutch granny. Shift. Granny shifting is just like the you know normal standard engage clutch, change gear, let go of the clutch. To double clutch shift, you first press the clutch pedal to free the engine from the transmission. Yes. This allows the collar to move into a neutral position. Yes. When you release the clutch pedal, you have to rev the engine to get it to. The right RPM valve for the next gear. Double clutching means you're using both feet basically at the same. You're like you're almost you know you're, you're revving your engine while the engine's not engaged. So that when it does clutch it's it, it's higher level. Gotcha. Okay, okay. So you're basically jumping the acceleration point versus the starting from scratch every time to accelerate to the new RPM. Okay, so level. I lost. I lost the bet. It yeah, was they real. also call it, they also call it rev rev matching. That's what they're calling. I'm just the terms that they call these kind of. Shifts. I think I, I like double clutch better. It sounds double cooler. clutch. Yeah, it does sound double clutch. That should definitely be someone's nickname. Yeah, in the, yeah, we got to we got to remember that next time we get someone to to join. Double clutch. What are your wait? What are your race names, guys? Do you remember? I think it's Charger or something like that. Something like was like an aggressive car name. That's what we came up with. Now, did you have one? I don't think I did have one. This all, this all sounds new to me. His his well, racing well, name well, is well, Footpath. No, his name now is Double Clutch. You're Double Clutch. <laughs> We're gonna call you Double Clutch. He's Double Clutch after never having driven a car. <laughs> yep, that's the most. That's the most us on brand thing we can say. It's <laughs> the most gearhead thing we can say. So they go. They're gonna go race. Yeah. Oh, should should I actually ask though. Like, and maybe maybe for. Maybe I'm giving it too much uh, no. credits, but like we, we were talking there about the you know the, the dialogue that uh, you know afterwards the fact that like all oh, discussions of like it's about respect. And you know, and knows whether it would be an inch or a mile. It's winning and all this sort of stuff. But at the beginning of Fast and Furious Eight, the fate of the Furious, of course, Dom has this great race where he does win, and then he gives the keys back because he's like, no, it's a, he wanted the respect. Of he's it. evolved as a character. So it's man. like, 
Yeah, but is that a little tribute to the fact that this is the first movie without Paul Walker? But it's like their first yeah, time they raced, so. they they had this kind of similar discussion. So it's so been like all these years later, he's on, he's more on Brian's side now than he That's was. That's what he learned from his friendship. He's with definitely changed, Brian I think, Girl's because story. yeah, because Brian is there. Mm. I think that the the character of Dom would have been different if Brian Spellner had not shown up. So I like I like that he is kind of paying homage homage to it. Paying homage to it. And the, we all, right before we go there, I just wanted to mention this is the 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 compression tank top. Oh yeah, sure. Oh yeah, yeah. Sleeveless and, and, compression and, shirt. And this whole scene is the debut of his cross, where you see it for the first time. Is that the? Yeah. Uh, so it's almost like that cross, from, guys. Uh, it's another commando character. thing you were talking about, Niall. Yeah, the, the necklace. <laughs> oh no, it's the uh, it's Vince later on. Oh, he, he's wearing the, the mesh, same yeah. exact Vince, Vince later on. It's oh, wearing the, the Bennett thing. Oh, that, yeah, dog yeah. collar metal thing ensemble. Mm. Yeah, and so they drive. They drive to a street, obviously, and I love this uh, helicopter shot they take because you can tell it's a production shot. The two lights. Oh yeah, those on are either all side like, of the street, like Mickey's illuminating and 1800s the street. And, like, big cans that are just like blasting this whole thing. Those are all production lights. Those are those are bigger than the sun, yeah. and they have lit up an entire good quarter job, mile Rob of the Cohen. street. Yeah. I also like the shot. They, it's like Rob. Um, yeah, good Come job. On. Yeah, Rob. Good job directing this movie, Rob. Good job being a piece of shit. God, I want to talk a little bit about Rob Cohen. I also wanted to mention, though, uh, I like the shot where they're, like, driving in formation, like, fighter jets to get to the race. Yeah. Oh, so That's cool. pretty awesome. Like the Flying V. They got that from Mighty Ducks. <laughs> yeah. So mm-hmm. Rob Cohen has an interesting career. I just want to ring up a few things. All the movies he's directed. Interesting, all right. I mean, I think this is a good movie, but it's not well-directed. It's It's no. just kind of sloppy and not great. He started out as a producer. He's a pizza boy. He produced such things as The Wiz and Ooh. The Running Man and Monster Squad. Oh, nice. A lot of... He's yeah, a much he better producer. Good movies. Um, but then when he got to directing, yeah, it was this. Uh, oh, let me see here. Yeah, I did Triple, Triple X, X right after this. I got on the Vin Diesel train. Um, he did uh, Dragon, Dragon, the Bruce Lee story, followed by Dragon Heart. So he went on a little dragon, dragon <laughs> thing there. That's the sequel to Dragon, where Bruce Lee's soul yes. goes into a dragon. Yes. Oh, if only. He, if only. And then that's the dragon that uh, uh, Danny Rand has to kill in order to become Iron Fist. <laughs> that would be a great twist, though, if it was just like uh, Bruce Lee's soul goes into a dragon. And he's like, by the way, I was Scottish the whole time. <laughs> just changes into Sean Connery. Bru- Bruce Lee. So then Rob Cohen. Do you know there's like there's like three sequels to Dragon? Oh, jeez, of course. Like, this is a, I only found this out. Recently. Yeah, there's dra- there's Dragonheart Ice Mission, <laughs> Dragonheart uh, Dragonheart Euro Mission. <laughs> yeah. But I believe like I think Ben Kingsley does the voice of the dragon oh, one, of and then he does. Patrick Stewart oh, takes no. over in one. This is like uh, oh no, this is a sliding scale of this like reputable British actors oh. who are going to be willing to do this God. crap. <laughs> it's like well, I, I I'd say the best movie that he's done that Rob Cohen has done is The Boy Next Door. Oh, the, that movie is funny as hell, yeah. <laughs> and it, I assume that's the screenplay doing a lot of the work because that movie is amazingly funny. Mm. But then you've got the Mummy, the bad one, the Tomb of the Dragon Emperor. Oh, Dragon again? No, see, so you had another. That, 
He has three dragon things. I'm surprised a lot of dragons. Is that no one? Is it, is, that, I'm surprised that there's not like a dragon painted at the side of a car. Or something I know in this like that's a motif. That just seems like I would fit in perfectly. He thought that was going to be overkill. There may be. There may be. My eyes stop registering color and shapes halfway through this movie because, <laughs> especially in this scene alone, just wait till we get the to the desert. Blurring. I'm sure there's dragons on cars. Red he also did wars. stealth. He did Alex Cross, the Hurricane Heist. And he's in pre-production for yeah, Speed Hunters. Was... <laughs> Sad. All right. Dude, yeah, dude. He's kind of yeah. a creep. So, so what, what, what uh, I have to ask, though, because we get this aerial shot of the cars lining up. And we notice that underneath mm-hmm. Brian's car, he's got that weird green glow that the cars yeah. from the opening yeah, ground have. effects. Which also, very, that's real subtle. Confusing. Let's drive blacked out Honda Civics, but then put neon green under effects on all I was all thinking about cars. that. In, in, the first, <laughs> in the first scene of the heist, it is like... It's like midnight. It's like dark outside. And I think like that could actually be useful, so they can tell which cars are theirs because it's they're driving black cars. The way they drive, they're such high pro- performance drivers. They should. They know. should know. That's true. I'm just, I'm making excuses. <laughs> yeah, and I also like the fact that they shot a harpoon through the window into the seat and then basically jumped like a foot and a half into the truck because safety first. Yeah. You got to have your uh, belay load, belay yeah. line. Although that Lay thing was on. long enough to where if he had missed, he would have fallen under the truck and been a grease stain on the California highway somewhere. And speaking of grease stains, this is what they're doing right now. They're about to race a quarter mile. And this is the this is where the it comes from the Racer X article. This was the stuff that they wanted in the movie from the beginning. This was the the all the cars block the traffic of oncoming traffic. This is why we're here. Just, this is why we are here. Not for the tuna on white with no crust. And then you get your crappy Rob Cohen. Uh, cameo. Mm. Get out of here, pizza boy. <laughs> Find another way home. I like the streets closed, pizza boy. Damn street racers. Damn street racers with your cars. Uh, pizza Hut promotion. Oh, there you now. go. Mm. Yeah. Product yeah. placement. Pizza boy. This is one of the Rob going. Yeah. I guess I used to actually be a pizza boy, so this is why I've given myself this part. It's like it was fifty damn years ago, man. You don't look like a pizza boy anymore. And all the all the cars are here, and Ja Rule's about to get oh, propositioned. Dear. Yep. Oh, Monica. Yeah, yeah. Monica. By uh, by what's her name? There's, Monica. There's one thing Monica? like I actually kind of like I would have in my head kind of when I was rewatching. I was like, I wonder when he says Monica because she says like, oh, you can have. She grazes his hand over one breast, and then she's like, you you know, can have this whether you win or not, but you can have the other one if you if you win. Yeah, it was a big leap from oh, you mean the other boob, or and then apparently it means another human being, yeah, uh, another woman who waves at him. Because <laughs> uh, I was kind of hoping that like, what do you he, think he that conversation nickname. was like between the two of them before Monica goes up to this other woman? What so, do you think that they said? She goes, she, she go, just we want to have sex together. Let's go to this little rat guy and ask him <laughs> if he wants to join in, but we'll only allow him to join if so he I, wins. I assume Monica is his girl. Like they seem like they know each other. Like that's his girlfriend. Mm. Well, it just seems like in the circuit, everyone knows that's everybody. True. So he's familiar. I, I think I think Monica is the the town bike. <laughs> I mean, really the town do. civic. <laughs> town yeah, civic. The town oh. civic. <laughs> the thing. I, the thing is, oh, I, I kind of prefer my initial reading of it in that I assumed as the scene was progressing until he actually meets Monica at the end that he had nicknamed the second boob Monica or Minaj. <laughs> Monica and Minaj. <laughs> Minaj and Monica. Minaj and Shaw. <laughs> Finally, the spinoff that we've all been craving for horses. Minaz and Shawty. <laughs> so there are a couple of things. I, I actually watched the, uh, well, watched. I listened to the commentary of The Fast and the Furious with Rob Cohen. 
he's very boring. I don't recommend it. Uh, <laughs> but he did say a couple interesting things around this point. He he's talked about um, he really loves Vin Diesel. I think he did do a good job, like sort of pulling Vin Diesel into this. Uh, he's I mean, he's, not, he's no Patrick Swayze in Point Break, but I, I like him in this. Um, and he, he talks about how Vin Diesel is a combination of Marlon Brando and Ewell Brenner. <laughs> Just because Marlon someone Brando doesn't have a hair does not make them like Ewell Brenner. <laughs> yeah. That's I'm the same. Like, words, all, all, all bald men are like Ewell Brenner. That's, a, that's, a, that's, a, that's the, the milestone we are constantly compared to. So saith Niall Brenner. <laughs> and then as, as they're racing, he talks about um, how he wanted... When they when he kicks in the Nas, it like goes all blurry and like there's like all these like cool mm. camera effects from 2001, and he wanted it to feel so it looks like a ocular migraine. <laughs> he wanted it to feel like Star Wars going into light speed. Mm. Well, he makes it like Speed yeah. Racer. Yeah. Yes, it's the first thing I think I, think I start hearing. Like, <laughs> I think that's yeah, like, I, during I, the high octane parts of this race. It is just Speed Racer. That's all I could think as well. It was like it doesn't look real. Yeah. it just looks like. It just looks like, a- and it's our when they start the race. It's our first shot. It's also the beginning of our show's yes. sound effects. It's that that sound of, and we get to watch. We get uh, uh, engine cam it through the as exhaust it goes pipe. through the engine, yeah. and then we get the cars. The oh, cars yeah. farting yeah. flames out of their exhaust pipes. What what, yes. what was the first kind of movie though that you can remember where they did some stuff like that? Because I remember that's the beginning of Fight Club when you're like you go from inside Edward Norton's brain and it's out through the gun yeah the neurons and then oh they did that. Remember when they were doing that? Like remember the first Spider Man did that too? Yeah, yeah. I just wanted everything was like flying through stuff. Yeah, X Men the opening credits for X Men like DNA. Mm. But the first movie that did it ugh, that had the first digital thing of flying through something. This may be the first yeah. car one. I think I, I do wonder what I mean, this this movie would have been like had it the, did the Fight Club twist, where it turned out that like Dom was actually like Tyler Durden. Oh man, it was Brian? Like, the That'd be a good crossover. Out, like, oh, Dom never existed this whole time. <laughs> that would have been that would have been an interesting way to take the franchise. This is like Fast and Furious Seven. Yeah, we're still doing this. Like he's still finally, a, finally, finally, they go like Dom. We got to know who have you been talking to this whole time. <laughs> And they go back and they reshot every scene with him not with the person, mm-hmm. so it's always just him like, by himself. And you see him like dropping Corona as he hands at the end of like Fast <laughs> Eleven. They just reveal that like all this time throughout the whole franchise, he's been just a, he's just been talking to himself. It, it all takes. Pl- well, actually, no. The whole so, thing at the very end, it's like Dom in a straight jacket yeah. and like you know a snow globe, and he's just been <laughs> imagining the whole thing. The he whole wakes time. up as his triple X character. He's like, that- whoa. Crazy. Oh, dream. even better. No, he wakes up and he's Brian Earl Spillner in a mental oh, institution. <laughs> that was the yeah. Even better, he's, he's his own killer this whole time. He's Vin Diesel's own twin brother, so he doesn't even look like Vin Diesel. He looks just kind of like Vin Diesel, <laughs> and he's like he projected and created this awesome persona you know, of Vin, Vin Diesel. Diesel actually does have a twin, a actually, twin brother. Yeah, he does. Uh, Paul Vincent, yeah. Jim Diesel, who kind of looks Paul like Vincent it. of all things. Ah. I mean that's actually kind of a cool name, yeah. but it's no Vin hey, Diesel. Paul Vin Diesel's real name, his birth name, you know it? Yeah, it's something. It's Mark very Sinclair, uh, Brian Spillner, Mark Sinclair. I never knew that. I'm not watching a movie with Mark Sinclair in it. No, I've already I'm got a Brian Earl Spillner. Diesel. Sounds like a serial killer. Is that what you want? He are? is. Vin Diesel has got to kill the Paul Spillner inside of himself before he can. 
attain his next that, evolution. That, that would have been a good twist, though. At the end, it turned out like, yeah, he was a serial killer, and then he's presented with all the <laughs> all the pictures of his victims as like Michelle Rodriguez, Jordana Brewster. It's like, oh my god, the whole time. I wanted to have sex with my sister, and the tuna was an allegory. <laughs> the tuna is just like the bad tuna they have in the mental asylum as well, but they serve it oh, every day, God. and they don't give you the crust. They do, they insist upon taking it off. That's why he. That's why you don't like them because it's how they do in the cafeteria. So if you because they're you afraid steal, that the crust will choke you, or you could take off the crust yourself, leave it to dry out, and then stab a person in the eye. Oh yeah, make a shank out of it. I don't know. I don't like. I don't know how you guys feel about all the blurry stuff. I like it. I like. I'm not. The, the I'm not scene. a fan. I think stylistically, it it contributes to the scene, but I do feel like it takes away from the. I want to see more street racing, not more special yeah, effects. I, I, yeah, because there's no real. Because the they're whole, not like, really driving, obviously. and back and forth and in and out. Like, ugh, like it just eventually. I just want to yeah, see. Yeah, I, 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 I like it when cars at least. I at least feel like they're actually driving, and this one I just feel like it's just a bunch of garbage nonsense. Yeah, yeah. Because they're moving the, so fast. How, they're moving so fast. They're well, definitely the the CG movie. cars. Yeah, it gets better. Well, it gets better. Do, do the, so, like in comparison, like this is pretty like nah, this is weak sauce, but. Uh, I will take the shot of uh, of Dom turning on his uh, his soundtrack <laughs> yeah. that he yeah. apparently insists on having throughout the race. And according, like we read that Racer X article and did our, our little research, and like from what I could tell from that, they to do this well, to do this quarter mile race. I forgot. I forgot to hit record on this, so we're good. Keep going. Okay. Uh, <laughs> just in case we want to like skip over the last forty five minutes. <laughs> don't, we're, Don't worry, we're, we're, we're fine. We're fine. Yeah, um, they're supposed to have like make your cars as light as possible. You like take out the back seats, you take about take out the speedometer, you take out all this extra equipment you don't need. But in this one, like one guy has a video game console in his car. Dominic has like speakers, <laughs> and Paul has dead bodies of all of his victims in the back. <laughs> Brian, he's, he's a murderer. I, I, I will say though, we, we've given the name like oh, you know, Brian O'Connor a lot of crap. But then like when you call him Dom, he sounds cool. Woman, well, it's Dominic. It's Dominic. That's not as that's not but as Dominic cool. Like Dominic Toretto. It's not. It's not. It's not not cool. I mean, maybe because there's a lot of Dominics who are celebrities in England who are a bit kind of dweeby. So maybe I've, I've got an association with those. But like uh, Dominic to me just sounds like no, nah, that's not an impressive name. Dom. Because we don't cool. have any Dominics here. Really? Really? No. It's so not maybe, a popular name now. I, I do appreciate the no. fact that he went for Dom. That's a dominant personality, maybe. Dom uh, instead of Nick. Yeah, maybe it's, oh, they, they, they kind of totally made this work as a Fight Club twist. But like Dom, he was he was the the Dom inside the whole time. This is my brother's sub. <laughs> <laughs> he makes sandwiches. He talk a lot. He's a sandwich artist. He's sandwich no, crazy. No crust. <laughs> Listen, if you want it your way, you got to have it subbed way first. So yeah, yeah. Well, you uh, and also Brian we got goes into yeah, it. as they race. We they have a lot of electronics involved in this. Uh, Dom's got his whole system going on. Uh, Paul's got his. I keep calling him Paul. He's got his. He's got his laptop yep. set up for the for his. Um, like like you need that. Like you need that to know that your manifold's about to crack. You're about to inject Nas into it. That's what I'm saying. He tries to buy his way into the racing circuit with a ten thousand dollar car and all this sort of like standalone fuel injection or fuel management system and all that sort of stuff. I mean, when you just you build a race, stop going granny shifting and double clutch. And he had two nozzles, two, he did. and still couldn't win. And I'm labeled as number one and number two on his steering wheel, so he wouldn't forget. Mm-hmm. <laughs> These are also good nicknames for someone if they join. 
Nas one, Nas two. <laughs> Nas for <a> two. <laughs> Nas for <a> two. That's good. <laughs> and at the end, of course, Dominic Toretto wins. His first of many wins in, in life win. and in this movie. We, we see he wins. Uh, a, uh, a, ja Rule does not he, get to have a three-way. No. And he doesn't even get to have a no. two-way. Monica goes back no. on her word. No. She says you can have this whether you win or yeah. lose. And then Monica, he says, what are you talking about? You didn't win. Uh, she also she also calls him the N-word. They walk away. He calls her yeah. like a name. I'm like, oh, okay, this movie again. There are moments of like just hate in this movie that the F word used earlier. And then this, they're they're, not they don't very supportive. They're not tonally in this movie. This movie is like a very clean version of what, how this would all be going on. Like the shit talking in this yeah. movie is extremely clean. Yeah. Comparatively. And then they throw in these little pepper in these little things like, yeah, we're real. We have it. We have an R rating. We can use the F bomb. And you're like, so we get the end of the end of the race. All right. The end of the race. See. Uh, we oh we see Paul Paul Walker's car like starts flying apart and all these bolts start flying everywhere. That's pretty cool. There's mm. Sparks. We also got once once he's on manifolds the other side, falling out. But then on the other side when they when they do the little post race discussion, again there's more personality yeah, between these a good two scene. characters because you get you get a couple classic yeah, lines. They, and just even the, the Paul Walker's actually doing some like proper like acting. Yeah, he has that it's smug like, oh, look. I almost had you, dude. Like. It, yeah, it just looks like yeah, these guys could be. I I could understand the relationship between them if they maintained this kind of. Uh, why Why do you think in every scene so far, Paul Walker walks around looking like he bought all of his t shirts from the Goodwill? He does. He's dressed very plainly he's, compared to the other characters. He is, and everyone is. else has got a style and a thing about him, and it never changes. He looks the same way the entire no. movie. He is. Tuna on white. He is. No crust. That's pretty much... ten grand to that car. He he, he can't afford it. At the end of that scene when he loses, he... His face, though, he's aroused, right? Oh, yeah. He's He's aroused that he got to race in a real race. His shifter is in sixth gear. He he is double clutching right now. Oh, yeah. (laughs) <laughs> that's he's clutching for, he's clutching for that's it that's similar to Point Break too, where Keanu <laughs> sort of gets into the, the surfing and he's like oh it's amazing it's amazing yeah he's definitely felt the rush even though he didn't win he's like yeah, yeah. he's hooked now because I th- again we still don't know he's a cop so we are now 21 22 minutes in we still don't know that he's a, a bad guy or a, a you know a narc yeah he's just a young punk racer uh he he is just a young, a young no, like probably a rich kid. In yeah. my mind, seeing this movie the first time, I thought, oh, this kid's probably like a rich kid from Arizona who wanted to join the street racers, and at some point he's going to get on the team and he's going to get on their crew, and then he's going to go too far, and that's where this movie's going. Mm. That's not mm. at all. He's going to get in over his mm-hmm. head. Mm-hmm. So that's what I'm thinking. Yeah. Here's a- uh, uh, go on. Oh no, I was just going to say, like, here's a question for people: just like because. You know, throughout the rest of the, the franchise, of course, uh, Brian and Jordana Brewster have. You know, they, that, that that's the romance uh, that we're, we're we're thrust into. Um, but because in Point Break, like you know, we had a much more interesting character in in Tyler Ann, who was like you know Johnny Utah's love interest. Would would this? What would you guys think if they had switched and it was like Letty was the sister? Rather than Dom's love interest, and it was Michelle Rodriguez who Paul Walker hooked up with. I think some people may think that. I think that some people may think that 
and don't they don't register Mia as a character? Like they never saw the movies. People that have never seen the movies are probably like, yeah, there's Dominic, there's there's the Vin Diesel guy, his sister, the Cuban girl, <laughs> <laughs> and you're like. Well, well, no, no, if, that's not if, how. If the movie. Paul Walker and Michelle Rodriguez got together, I feel like I'd want the scene like the the morning after, where he's like limping and he has like yeah, like <laughs> he just could not his handle his face is all like red and like scraped and just like <laughs> he has like road rat. He, like you just look like uh, like prostitutes walking out of Patrick Bateman's. Yeah, pretty apartment. much like so that. He just, like, yeah, just that eats him for breakfast. Man. He's like missing yeah. a tooth. <laughs> Here's the thing with Jordana Brewster, I. I do not believe she has the gravitas to pull off a Letty character. No. So the idea, no. if one of those situations where like, oh, well, she actually read for Letty. I'm like, I know why she didn't get it because. Well, she's, I mean, she's been relegated to basically nothing. The second and third movie she's in it. I mean, uh, uh, third movie she's in it. What? Oh, no, no. Fourth movie. She's, that's her like biggest role as Letty. Yeah. That's, that's the one where she, she I mean, as, put as, as, as dies. As a big thing, yeah. So I, so Jordana Brewster, I remember her. She was on All My Children for a long time because I, long story short, I had a job where I basically got paid to watch soap operas for a while, and wait, so wait, what, that what? was one of the ones. Just go down. <laughs> but um, so uh, I got into that one, and that was one of the ones I would watch. And she was a regular character for many years on this on this soap opera, and so she good. Uh, she was a teenager, and you know, being a teenager on a soap opera means you do like a lot of eye rolling and ugh. And so when this movie came out, I'm like, oh, what's what's her face from all my children? And and then she starts to act. And I'm like, well, I can see why she's in this movie. <laughs> she's fine. She, yeah. Yeah. I mean, she has a bigger role in this nine. So we'll see. I don't know what that is. I don't even know what's going on with nine. So she's yeah, supposed to be a nine. I'm, a, I, I'm completely out of the loop on all that. I don't. I, you got to get on Vin Diesel's Twitter. No man, uh, I avoid Instagram. this stuff for a reason. He, Vin Diesel's Twitter is or, and, uh, Instagram. She's like with him yeah, all the good. time in this. I avoid spoilers because I want to be fast and curious. Hey. Well, you will be when you watch him because they're literally sitting in chairs in front of like an old western town, and I'm like, what is happening? Like, oh, where, make where it are like we? the is... Magnificent Seven. <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> But that's that's the thing, though. Weirdly, on the other side, uh, because I remember when this movie came out um, beforehand, there was massive buzz about Michelle Rodriguez because she had been in Girl Fight. Mm -hmm. And she was, like, Mm -hmm. properly getting, like, full-on, like, you know, award nominations. She was revered as being, like, this is, she's going to be the next big, like, Hillary Swank kind of level actress. Yeah, it was her, it was her, Paul Walker, and Vin Diesel. They were all three on the cusp of being. Yeah. Something think, when this movie came out. I think she was a future movie was, show in the terms of being like a credible actress. Like she was going to be yeah. like Oscar worthy. And then I think the Fast and Furious franchise might have done her some damage because it's like she's not that anymore. But back when the days of Girl Fight, she, she was. She was revered. Also, her her drinking. She had some well, there was that. that there was I think she now has arrest, multiple DUIs. I think she now has that under control. She had, definitely had. I some, would say she. Yeah. That's why they got. I would these. say she's still the closest of any cast member of Fast and well, not any cast, any regular cast member of Fast and Furious to like having that level of uh, respect. Like she was in Widows, well, yeah, but she's legit good. It's just that she was horribly underutilized in this. She was basically just sassy yeah. arm candy, and then after yeah. that, she became more and more of a presence. But then by then, she was like, "Well, like I kicked off a Lost because uh, I'm an alcoholic and people can't work with me." So she was really leaning into the later Fast and the Furious movies because that was basically how she yeah. was making her money. 
And that's how they all were, basically. Yeah. <laughs> they all were, we're too big for this. And then they're like, nope, we're not too big for this. What we need this now. We thing. need this. We need to yeah. do this forever. You never know, though. Maybe maybe she'll have like a Robert Downey Jr. moment where it's just like. Yeah, she just needs. Well, I think she's one movie role away from being like, I think she could easily pull it off. I feel like she is one of those people that's going to come back in later and have sort of like a, 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 a Rodriguez-ance. And she, yeah, she's going to start out like just doing more and more meaty stuff. And like she's going to, oh, yeah, she had this whole crazy history, but she's going to like push herself to the next level. I think if anybody, she will do that because everyone yeah, else well, in the cast it, is will like, be Vin Diesel. No, they're all like stunt actors or, or rappers or just people that don't have, you know, a few people like what uh, uh, I can put like on his name, uh, Common, who, who transitioned out of the music industry into a solid mm. acting career. That doesn't happen very yeah. often. Yeah. And so I think she's doing a good job. I think she is moving that. When this finally wraps and up, she'll be free to do that. I think Ludacris also knows. I think he knows this is the only thing he's like. He's a he's never in anything else. Yeah, he just does this, and he's like, yeah. I'm, I'm really I mean, good it pays enough. This. I can just do my own thing. This is the range that I want to go. I'm still sure a rapper, and I probably stuff. have like a brand. I don't know. Whatever Ludacris, I don't know what Ludacris does. I probably that something. Probably like owns a chicken. Does he still put out albums? That's what I'm. Maybe. Yeah, I think he has like a chicken Probably. and waffle place. Yum. Because that was That's the name great. of one of his albums, I believe. One of his first albums was Chicken and Waffles. All right. I've got five minutes left. Do you want to wrap it up in this one or do one more? Because we can talk about... Okay, I, I, I'm ready to wrap it up. up. I, mean, I don't know about you guys. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm happy to wrap it up too, right. if, uh, if need be. Well, yeah, so the, basically this scene ends. They uh, The cops come. Leon gets to do his one thing, which is say, Cops! Cops! And they all run away. They scatter. Vin hide, scatter. Vin hides his car. And he puts on his Star Lord cosplay. So you're telling me there that, that there's a parking deck in downtown LA that does not charge by the hour that he could just pull up in, and and drop you can just his park car. for no reason. And it's no empty. One sees it. He just pulls up, drops yeah. off his car, and then walks away. He tries to pull. And he, he and also tell me that as far as street racers go, he is so well known that an officer can drive by, stop, and then yell his name out as if like, "Oh, I know that guy." He's, he's pretty recognizable. That's famous street wrestler Dominic Toretto. Yeah. He makes that terrible tuna sandwich. <laughs> That's that place. That's that why he's that known cra- for him because it's the terrible My tuna sandwich. My partner died eating yeah. that tuna yeah. sandwich. That makes perfect sense, actually. Like, yeah, that the tuna's that. That's bad. what he's known for. That's and he's tuna getting, guy. But people keep ordering it. God damn it! Like, it's just make any My sense. partner went to your restaurant and he got sick from the tuna. You're under arrest. He, he puts on a jacket <laughs> and like he's. He has the cue ball. Like he, that's not enough to be a disguise. <laughs> and a wig, like a hat, a hat like a wig would have been great. Mustache, just like a curly like wig. A, that would have done it. Like I, no one's gonna recognize him then. <laughs> I eat my yeah. crust. <laughs> I, I eat crust. Yeah, walking down the street eating crust. I learned that like whole crust thing is, and why um, they crusty the clown has curly hair. Oh, uh, mm-hmm. you never know. You never know. Yeah. Yeah, we're coming back to that weird Irish yeah. <laughs> folklore. <laughs> I'm going to be Simpsons, very curious to hear like, in, the, in, in, the, in the group if anyone else has heard this thing. Because that was the thing I was raised to believe. Not raised to believe. I obviously knew it was Raised true. to believe. It's, what, it's on our crest. <laughs> it's on crust. the crust. The crust. It's on our family crust. Family crust. Absolutely. So uh, he runs from the cop that, who has vengeance for his fallen partner from the tuna. And he gets... Uh, he gets picked up by Brian. Brian comes out of nowhere. Stalker. And, uh, stalker, yeah. And, fa- and says, get in the car. And he gets in the car. This is the first time when I was watching it again, like two or three times, I went, this is the first time I've ever seen Dom in a passenger seat. Yeah. 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 Think about the rest of the movies. Is he ever in the passenger seat? I mean, ever his again? name is Dom. 
<laughs> he's, he's not, not sub. sub. He's nope. Dumb. His brother. He's in a passenger seat, and they drive off, and uh, we find out that he's been l- looking up Paul. Paul. He's been looking up um, Brian you on the web. You can find anything on the web. Anything about anyone. You can find anything on the web. It's one of those lesser-known quotes that I love. <laughs> Very 2001. <laughs> My biggest note about that was, what year did we stop calling it the web? No one calls it that anymore. We all call it the longer word the internet. None of us the call it the web, wi- which is a nice small word. Web. I went to www.findanythingaboutanyone.org.com. The only time we ever say is website. That's the only time we use the word web. We've we've taken web. We hate web so much. We've actually made it longer at two instances. We call it website. Because we were all Charlotte, we tra- traumatized by Charlotte's web. Oh, okay. Good <laughs> Charlotte's web. That was also the name of the porn parody. Also, yeah. short Charlotte's web. Yeah. <laughs> no, that was called Harlot's oh. web. Hold on. <laughs> yeah, I, actually, I think I think Charlotte's web was just a cam girl thing. Yeah. That's a whole other thing. All right, let's. Oh, we're gonna need to wrap up in another one. Yeah, because <laughs> there's are. no way we can wrap up in a minute. All right, uh, we'll be right back. We're now at two hours of recording. <laughs> this is much longer break than these I thought. Release them into separate pieces. Well, shit, we should, nope. but we're not going no to. <laughs> we're already breaking. Like, yeah, well, we're we're gonna drop it one quarter movie at a time, but in two or three hour chunks, broken into several sections. So <laughs> every chunk, here's our chunk. Chunk one, chunk one of the first quarter. <laughs> yep. Uh, all right. So it, yeah, and that's that's basically where our twenty six and a half minutes wrap up. Yep. We, we we know that Dom is savvy and is learning who. Uh, we know that Brian who, spent. Hmm? Brian did. Sorry, we know that Brian did some time for boosting cars. Oh, well, yes, Brian Earl did. Spillner yeah. did. Yeah, two mm-hmm. years in juvie. Yeah, some overnights. You think no maybe that like they did they have to go and they obviously they had to go and plant this information yeah. so Dom could look it up. Or did you think they randomly found a Brian Earl Spillner who had done this random crap? And they're like, oh, just you know, take That's how they name. usually do fake IDs is they'll find somebody with a similar past. Usually they're dead and they'll just put you on top of that. And then that way you have an actual paper trail versus trying to manufacture everything, put it in all the proper databases, get everything checked off. They'll just find somebody that's relatively the same, just give you that identity and then run with it. See, the fact but you know they didn't. You know they didn't in any way follow up that web search. Mm. They Google. They literally Google searched the guy. Yeah. Mm. Found no, him. They, they, like, they, oh, they, they, okay, they uh, was it? They they Yahooed or they uh, binged. Yahoo. They binged Bing. or they uh, asked. <laughs> they asked. They Alta Vista. <laughs> I'll be they crazy here. Vin Diesel say hey, that. Hey, like, Wait, I asked Jeeves about you. <laughs> <laughs> you could find anything on Ask Jeeves. Anything about anyone. <laughs> Although I'm curious now, the fact, George, you, you seem to know a lot about that. Now, cu- that coupled with this information that you used to be paid to watch, like, soap operas, <laughs> you are becoming more and more mysterious and intriguing to me as a person. <laughs> I'm okay with that. I, I, you just can't open the book of my life and jump in halfway now. <laughs> <laughs> now, I could, like, remember when we uh, asked for pictures of you to put on for Batman, and you look <laughs> completely different in each one. It's like, who is George Hendricks? Ooh. I am a mystery. I'm a man of mystery. George Hendricks. It sounds like a serial killer name. Is that what you are? It does. Actually, I don't want to know the answer <laughs> to that. No, it because you always happen. have to have a middle name with, with it in order to differentiate for a serial killer. That's why they always put the middle name. So like all the normal Ted Bundys out there don't get – well, actually, no. he didn't get a middle name, did he? He was just Ted Bundy. 
Theodore Bundy. Yeah. I have to look up now. Yeah. T- 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 Theodore Bundy have a middle name. Just to- <laughs> I hope it was Minaj or Monica. <laughs> yeah. Ted Monica Bundy. Let's see. All right, you want yeah. to wrap it up? Oh, it's, oh it Robert. That's really disappointing. Ted, Ted Robert Bundy. Ted, Ted never trust Bob a guy with Bundy. two real names. Bob Bundy sounds <laughs> used more car like Ted Bob Bundy. Bob Bundy. Coming into Bob Bundy's. <laughs> Certified pre-owned. It kind of makes him sound Our more like a... so low, you'd think I was going to kill you. Bob Bundy is in a... He does all of his sales on Sunday, so it's Bob Bundy Sundays. Yeah. Bundy, Bundy Sundays. That makes him sound more like a hick, though. Ted Bob Bundy. Like, it's just like... You know, it, it sounds like he comes from like a trailer Ted Bob. or something. Yeah. Hey, hey, Ted Bob. Get out of here, Ted Bob. All right. But whereas Theodore Robert Bundy makes him sound quite sophisticated. Uh, there so. you go. It's, it's, a, it's a name that covers a well, lot of we've bases. been a bunch of sophists here talking about the cars, talking about the, the boys and the girls, the cast and the furious. Thanks for coming on, guys. Boys. Oh, thank, th- thank you, thank you for for having us. Thanks, boy one. Thanks, uh, double clutch. And, uh, of course, now that you, <laughs> thanks, thanks, Charlie. And you're part of the group, but now that now that you're on uh, been on the podcast, you're even more family. So I guess like Niall and I are the sons, and George and Jonathan are the dads, something like that. We're I'm going to try to make that work this week. I'm going to go out to people uh, a meet we're, now. Call, we're, call me double beard dad. Now that we're now that we're in the movie and we see the first foray into this. Uh, I have this strange feeling I'm being put in the Paul seat. I have this, and 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 Mern is Dom. Well, one he dresses like him. That helps. So, um, oh yeah, he's got the tank tops. Is is does the tank top sell it for? Is if you guys had to, you know, check our auras. We had talked about this way earlier. We talked about who we think we are in the movie. Am I Paul? No, I'm the nerd, right? I'm Jesse, Jesse. right? Yeah, I think that's something we'll, have to, we'll, we'll discover as we go along. You could be Vince. Mr. Explorer further, I think right yeah. now Mern is, 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 uh, is moving ahead as being Dom. I'll be Letty. Oh, that's cool. <laughs> I'm going to make Niall sure I'm going to ride uh, my jeans down real low. <laughs> Niles like, Leon. <laughs> How dare you? Cops! Uh, Niles I Monica. Niles who I want my, to win. My forehead's not shiny enough. So, I mean, you're going bald too, Niall, right? So you have nothing but forehead. Yeah, yeah, one hundred percent. I'm okay with any of the bald characters. You're the closest to yeah, Vin now, I guess. Like you know, of all of us. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> all right. Well, then we'll put Murrin and uh, Niall up on the list as closest to Vin. And I'll, I'll I guess I'm kind of close to Paul, but we're gonna have we're gonna definitely have some tuna on white bread. On the show, I don't think that's me, but we're all tuned on white bread here, guys. Yeah, the whitest. Well, thank you guys for coming on. Uh, We'll be breaking down this movie more and more. The curliest of hair, so I don't know what that the. That's because stop eating your crust. Yeah. Yep. Uh, I don't know how to sign off on this show, so uh, we'll you know we didn't even do our uh, Tokyo drift. So ride or die, move on. Tokyo, yeah, 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 vroom vroom. Oh yeah, we have to do Tokyo drift. Forgot about that. Hey guys, make sure you make sure you uh, join us on Facebook and and get yourself a racing name like Niall did. Niall's been in this group the whole time and he hasn't gotten a racing name yet. So if you don't have one, come ask for one and we will arbitrarily give you one. And uh, until next time, uh, ride or die, Murren. <laughs> ride or die, Jonathan. Ba- <laughs> ride or die, George. Say, uh, ride or die. Ride or die, Bandit. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Ride or die, Racer X. 
<laughs> I'm Racer X. Or he's Racer X. No, he's Racer X. I was X. Nitro, but I changed my name because Nitro sucked. And I'm Racer X. All right, we're All right. done. We're That's done. That's it. Until next time. I didn't get a goodbye. What the hell? <laughs> Go ahead. We're still recording. Didn't, I didn't Too get late. a nickname first. I did. Oh, my this God. This is like we, <laughs> Ride or Die, Niall. I'll try it one more time. Rider, rider. Oh, my nope. cockroaches. Nope. That's you like sound like you have a I'm mouth full the, of peanut butter. That's like going into Ted Levine territory now, which oh, I guess yeah. is appropriate because yeah, it's yeah, in we'll the freaking movie. <laughs> I feel like we just we just did uh, that that podcast was like a quarter-mile race, and we ended up in a crash. Yeah. <laughs> Fiery. Uh, did he eat a big fat burger? Get, get yourself a double-double and cheese for two ninety nine.